0: What's going on, guys, and welcome to episode 161 of the, Taste the Cast, the weekly podcast where we talk about random things and gaming. My name's Seth, and joining me today, of course, is Chevy. Chevy, hopefully you're doing well on uh, this Wednesday night. Mm. We were going to record before, but we had some technical difficulties that I hope are figured out. So here we are, and we're recording, and hopefully it goes well. And before we kick off this Taste Cast, talking about what games we've been playing, of course, we'll be talking about Lost Ark uh, in Probably quite a bit of detail. I'm sure we have a lot to say on it. Um, there's some news that came out, uh, kind of small, but I kind of wanted to kind of wanted to get your take on it. Uh, Bioshock is going to be a movie, finally, officially. It is being done through Netflix. There's no details on it. There's no director. There's no one assigned to it yet. But Netflix has come out and said that they are teaming up with the uh, the people who own 2K, uh, who own Bioshock, and that they are making a movie, not a series and yeah what do we think about that and uh is there anything you would want from that and how do you feel about netflix taking that on um I, <clears throat> I think bioshock's
1: already a movie true so um i suppose the rest of it's mostly just kind of irrelevant to me um i don't really care who's paying for it uh so that part doesn't matter uh as far as what i'd want for to be uh as long as it's just you know it needs to be well written obviously but mm-hmm. uh thematically still feels like bioshock otherwise they're just making a movie at that point so
0: yeah i worry about it because i always felt like bioshock i've, I've said this multiple times on the channel uh i saw like bioshock could be a great movie it's got everything you need for a good movie it's uh got a really cool setting uh it's it's got a cool story um it's got. I mean, outside of the gameplay, I'm not the biggest fan of in the Bioshock games, but everything else about them I really like. And so it's always seemed like it'd be a really good movie. But I feel like you need a director who respects the property, which I, I would make that argument for any video game movie. But some of them I'm less worried about than others. Uh, but also, uh, you kind of kind of nailed it. I, I feel like there is some uh, some deeper thoughts, uh, almost some philosophical thoughts that go into a lot of like the logs that you go through in Bioshock to kind of get a background on why somebody would have the ambition of making Rapture or, uh, was it Columbia? Mm. Um, and those things are one of the things you can kind of sink your teeth into when it comes to the lore of these games and a movie doesn't have enough time to maybe dive into that, but it could, uh, like if you had Danny Villeneuve or something, make it, but he would never make that. Um, but if somebody doesn't respect the property that much, it's all going to be visuals and it's going to be less of making sure you, you have uh, written a good screenplay for it. Um, so I am kind of worried about that. But the biggest thing I'm worried about when it comes to this movie, um, and I would be pro Bioshock movie. Um, I have been um, under the right circumstances. The biggest thing that worries me is Netflix making it because Netflix uh, makes a lot of stuff nowadays and most of it feels like whether it's for adults or children it all feels like it's made for like teenagers it all feels sterile feels soulless in my opinion and uh the idea of them taking on um and they've had a couple couple good things uh midnight mass was really good like really good um mike flanagan is is fantastic at most things he does but uh But most stuff they make is like so generic and sterile that the idea of them making this worries me because I feel like it's not going to get the treatment it deserves. But I could be wrong because Netflix isn't short of money. So if they could find the right talent and they do care about enough, I don't think they have things holding them back outside of their own ambitions. I mean, they they upped their prices this year, so. Yeah that their prices uh it, it's so interesting when they do that too because like it's it's bound to happen especially with the more and more value they put into their package value i'm not a big netflix guy anymore but um but they do spend a lot of money to make netflix a place that you, like exclusivity mm-hmm. to make things that you can only see there and they got some bangers um some um so that price is gonna go up i mean it has to they're spending more money they got to make more money For sure. um but i saw a lot of people like you know of course, like upset about that price going up and like it's just gonna do that, dude. Like Game Pass is gonna go up at some point. Like all these things go up eventually, so you gotta be ready for that. But uh but yeah, that was interesting. Uh can only speculate because there's no information. But I assume they're gonna do Bioshock One, I assume they're gonna do Rapture. Um, I hope they they allow a budget that can make something that looks even slightly good when it comes to any of the Bioshock worlds, because they're very well-crafted and immersive worlds. Um if they if they skimp on that it's gonna suck. If there's a lot of shitty CGI, it's gonna suck. Um so yeah, it's 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 kinda rough. I in a perfect world like a good Bioshock movie. I think it'd be a good thing, but the Netflix part of it makes me a little apprehensive because I, th- I feel like it just, it could be good, but it just leans it in the direction of where I'm assuming it might not be. But we'll find out. Have you seen any of the reviews for the Uncharted movie? Mm-hmm. People seem to not be big fans of it from what I've seen. <laughs> So not that I had high hopes for it. I mean, Uncharted is also a movie, a really fun movie to play. Um, and taking on uh, trying to create Nathan Drake when he already exists in those games so well, it's like an impossible task. Yeah. Especially when you cast him like Tom Holland, who's fine, but like he's not Nathan Drake and fucking uh, Mark Wahlberg. But anyway, at some point, I'm sure I'll watch that movie. I just am not going to go a theater and watch it if it's on like a streaming service I'll check it out but that's about as far as that goes yeah so anyway Bioshock movie is officially happening kind of wild since they don't make Bioshock games anymore and uh, and yeah it's kind of weird so uh, let's hope it's good I want everything to be good, but uh, I have a sneaking suspicion that it might not be, but we'll see. Let us know in the comments what you guys think about the Bioshock movie uh, being made through Netflix. Uh, What would you like to see from it? Do you want it to be Rapture? Do you want it to be uh, Infinite? Um, Bioshock Infinite or uh, the original Bioshock or something else? Maybe you want them to try something else. I don't know how that would work, but they could just tie it in. That would probably be a mistake. And uh, who would you like to see direct it? And yeah, what are your thoughts when it comes to the when it comes to the directing part, I like I said, I would like to see like a a respectable nerdy mind work on it, like uh, Christopher Nolan, which he would never touch that, uh, or uh, like Denny Villeneuve, who would never touch that because they're too they're too high up to be making that movie. But um, some kind of person who has like an imagination, maybe Neil camp would be fucking good. Okay, I made District. Mm. Uh, oh God, nine <laughs> is it the ninth district? Anyway. It'd be cool if he made it. He he'd do a good job. Uh, yeah. So, uh, taste cast. Let's jump into what we've been playing. Okay. Um, let's start with you.
1: Uh, I played a little bit of Final Fantasy fourteen. Uh, not a lot. Uh, popped in, did a couple of dailies. That was pretty much it. And outside of that, the only thing I have played at all is Lost Ark. So,
0: all right. Well, I mean, we could save that if you want, real quick. Yeah. So you haven't played anything else? Nope. Oh yeah, last last week you were talking about you playing um you're playing Guilty Gear. So I was like, weren't you playing Guilty Gear? But you talked about it the last week. So
1: yeah, and I yeah. played all the plus games last week. I still need to play game of the month. Um, yeah, we need to set a, a day aside for that. I say this week has been uh well half this week has been Lost Ark. The other half has been it being in maintenance uh, when I'm home.
0: So that is true. Yeah. Um,
1: and the the game i'm probably be devoting my time to comes out after the fairs so
0: yeah yep
1: so uh, yeah i'm just kind of in a weird lull right now
0: yeah was weird i uh i was able to wake up early and uh play it cause was in maintenance last night as well and it's in maintenance right now so i mean like they're i mean at least they're working on it but uh yeah it's it's kind of annoying that it's like you know on our free time <laughs> can't fucking play it but that's the roll of the dice yep um okay so i don't have much to talk about either so i guess we're just gonna have a lost ark discussion which is uh cool so i'm sure a lot of people want to know our opinions and we want to know theirs but uh i played ufc4 finally got around to playing it um i'm not gonna talk about my opinions on it i'm just gonna let you know i kicked a dude in the head a lot i kicked <laughs> him in the head a lot i kicked this dude in the head like 15 times his head was like black and blue and he looked wild and then he knocked me out or No, no he didn't knock me out he broke my shin he kicked me in the leg like four times and broke it. I'm like, I kicked you in the head like 15 times, and he's broke my leg.
1: Weren't drinking enough milk.
0: Apparently, yeah, that guy, <laughs> he must have been rushing. I don't know, man. I hear they're uh, they're really hardcore in MMA right now. Um, yes, yeah, so that happened, and we will talk about that at the end of the month for Plus Club. Also, another game we'll be talking about on Plus Club is Tiny Tina's Assault on Dragon's Keep Uh, and Planet Coaster, but I didn't play that. Uh, I did play Tiny Tina's Assault on Dragon's Keep, and we will talk about that. I have plenty to say on it, but in case you don't know, I'm just going to let you know, this is the DLC that came out for Borderlands 2 a long time ago as a standalone, and it has a big-ass fucking ad right in the beginning for you to buy Tiny Tina's Wonderlands. Just a big thing, and it doesn't even, it, it's it's very ambiguous. It's like it it barely shows you the way to leave. It just has three options. It's like hit X, square, or triangle to buy versions of this game. And I was like, holy shit, this is some Xbox shit. You're gonna advertise stuff before I can even fucking play this thing. So anyway, that's a thing. Check that out. We'll be talking about it at the end of the month. Uh, played more Dying Light 2. Don't have a lot to report there. I haven't beaten it still because I've been playing a lot of Lost Ark but uh I have been playing it in the second area more it's very cool it's very vertical it's very different from the first area um I almost have all my parkour my combat abilities so that's cool combat in that game and parkour in that game same as the first game um just feel right as you unlock more and more stuff like the, it's like there's like the way the game's supposed to be played and they take features away from you and put you in the beginning, and then you just unlock the full experience. Um a lot of games, I, I almost feel like that feels cheap. But in this game, it almost feels rewarding because you feel like you're gaining access to mobility and combat. I don't know. It's 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 an interesting uh, thing, but um, I'm enjoying it. Um, I was I was hoping to finish it last weekend. This last weekend, but I literally, outside of six hours, played Lost Ark all weekend. I was really fucking sweaty. It's really, like, it's the sweatiest I've been in the game in a long time. <laughs> um, I literally, like, I was like, I gotta sleep at some point. So I, like, fell asleep. I set an alarm. I slept for six hours. Woke up. I was tired. I was like, I'm gonna play some more Lost Ark because I gotta hit 50. That was really bad. I felt like I was, like, fucking, I felt like I was, like, 15 again, dude. Just like, I gotta fucking play this game. And, and. We're 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 gonna talk about it in a sec, but like it's not even like the game's good, but it's not like the game's amazing. I was just like, I got too many fucking games to play this month, and uh, I'm really wanting to put time into this game, so I better put all my time into it right now.
1: Yeah, time crunch.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, and I, I've I've explained this to you like three times already, but uh, my big thing is I wanted to leave the game um in a way that when i come back i'm already in the end game and ready to just do that um i didn't want to like stop playing at like 45 and have to remember what the hell is happening the story stuff like that so i kind of just beelined it um so yeah dying light 2 i was gonna complete i didn't i should have and now i have uh forbidden west to play in a couple days and i'm literally taking some time off to play it because that's the only way i'm gonna be able to play all these games apparently so uh but i got a plan i got a plan all right well uh i already kind of dived into uh lost ark okay um so let's talk about that um and before we talk about that i did a stream Uh, i've done two streams on lost ark one of them was pretty early in the game and then the recent one was earlier today i did in the morning where i was doing endgame stuff so if you're curious about endgame i actually had a really good conversation throughout that whole stream people were like really active and talking and asking questions about endgame and discussing what they're doing in the game so like pretty much for like the, the hour and a half i streamed we we're just talking like nonstop about lost ark so check out that episode i wasn't going to keep it up on the um oh god what's it called where all the videos are i was going to like hide it mm. so if you want to watch you can go check the stream playlist Um, But I was like, I feel like we covered a lot of good stuff in that episode or in that stream. So I'm just going to leave it up in case people want to hear that stuff. And maybe they have the same questions. Um, But yeah, those are up. So check those out if you want to see gameplay and hear my um, opinions there as well. But uh, we've both played Lost Ark. Um, You're still on your way to 50. Mm -hmm. What level are you? 30 something? 30 something. 30 something. Um, I hit 50. So I'm doing end game now just so people know where we're at. Uh, what are you maining? Paladin. Paladin. And I am doing, I almost forgot, Berserker, which is pretty much what you'd assume a Berserker to be. Mm. It's It seems pretty classic. Um, it's a lot of quick attacks and, like, I mean, this game, everyone attacks in every direction pretty easily. Everybody's got, like, explosive moves, but uh, a lot of his moves are, like, slams on the ground and shit and spinning moves that hit a lot of people. Um, I think Paladin actually has some, like, group buffs or <clears throat> defense shit. You can, uh,
1: there's modifiers to, to skills <clears throat> to um, add, essentially, perks to them. There's three options per skill once you hit the right amount of skill points into it. Hmm. And uh, some of the Paladin ones add some group beneficial effects to them. So, like, yeah. uh, I have a AoE attack that... Um, by default, it just happens in front of you, and that's, that's it. It just does like a, a dot while things are standing in it. Hmm. <clears throat> the first add-on made it where I can cast it so it doesn't have to be at my feet. I can put it anywhere. And then the second one I added puts a shield on any ally standing in
0: it. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Pretty cool for stuff I'm doing currently in the game. I feel like will be really handy, but we'll get into that in a sec. So, yeah, that's what we're playing if you're curious and where we're at. um, Before I just ask you your impressions of it, uh, for anybody who's not currently playing Lost Ark, I'll I'll just let you know what it is. It is uh, free to play. It's an MMO. It might look like Diablo. It is straight up an MMO. It just is top down like Diablo, but it is, if it wasn't top down, it would be a third person MMO um, with the the action combat system. That's the closest thing to Diablo it has is the combat is kind of similar mostly similar and loot is portrayed as Diablo style, but it still is like given at the same pace as a lot of MMOs. It's not like all, you're not just getting dumped like a bunch of shit, like, you know, torchlight Diablo, stuff like that, but it does give, give you that shit just flying out on the ground kind of sensation. Most of it's just like resources. Um, so in that appearance, it looks like Diablo, but it is a straight up MMO where you, Uh, go to zones you do quests for npcs main quests side quests and uh you level up max levels 50 there is uh ships in the game where you're able to uh go across the ocean um do missions on the ocean do missions on different islands um the story is actually portrayed in a very cinematic way which i'm sure we'll talk about at some point in this discussion and combat is more actiony similar to diablo you uh click places uh to walk you click to attack and then your macros are q w e r a s d f um Mild. with yeah yeah exactly it kind of it honestly reminds me of um that top down pvp uh, pvp game i played mm. do you remember what, what that was called i don't know what it's called something right something right but uh it's very similar to that So it does feel like an action MOBA almost Mm -hmm. in that sense. And then V is an attack. Z is an attack. Sometimes, depending on what class you're playing, like my guy, it's his berserk ability. But then like the gunslinger, Z and X switch your weapons. So all the classes are pretty different. And then uh, one through like nine are like items you can use. And then you can uh, assign things to F1, which is weird. Um, Yeah, and that's, that's pretty much what the game is. It has an end game. That uh, it's I can multi-tiered. go multi-tiered, yeah. So. The the end game is mm-hmm. yeah. Um, yeah, it has a pretty clear ladder,
1: though. Uh, to my knowledge, it doesn't explain it very well. Every random video I've caught online basically says you should start here, and when your item level is this, you go here. When your item level is this, you go oh, here. it's
0: it's very it's it's. Maybe if you weren't used to that, it would be maybe kind of weird and confusing. Mm-hmm. And the game doesn't introduce you that you're now doing this very well. But once you know you are doing the end game and you understand what it is, it's very straightforward. It is a ladder for sure. Yeah. Like you're just going up the ladder and every once in a while it's like, are you good enough to be going to this point? And you're like, uh, no. And then you just keep going, doing grinding and shit, and then you fucking, and then you go up uh, when you can. But we will dive into that. But, uh, yeah, but The only
1: other thing I'm going to add to that too is um, the one of the dungeon types I can't remember at end game <clears throat> um, has a two time per day thing i think but it also has a uh mechanic built in that if you miss a day you're not missing out those attempts just get moved over up to five days and then it stops saving up but um, yeah so that you don't you miss out on opportunities to loot
0: so yeah yeah, and I mean, what else when it comes to what the game is? It's got mounts. I mean, it's it's literally an MMO. It's guilds. We have a guild. It's Tasty Loot Gaming. If we know you well enough, feel free to look us up and um and join. Although there's only 30 spots, and that's probably gonna fill pretty quickly because people are hitting 50 and getting other characters, and they're gonna fill that up. So hopefully, we-
1: guild levels that you can expand it. Yeah,
0: I yeah I figured. I uh just letting people know and yeah the game's the game's super cinematic for a top-down game um we both played it a lot uh so yeah what's uh what's your overall impressions of uh of uh, lost ark <laughs>
1: um well i think just right off the bat the i think the place where this game um, shines the most is in combat the combat is snappy and very fun to the point where um It's real easy to just kind of like forget you're fighting because you're just like in it the whole Mm -hmm. time, Um, which is honestly very impressive for the uh, perspective of the game because Diablo. You're like hitting at least when I played Diablo, I should say, um, it's like a skill or two, and you're just melting groups and enemies. Um, this one you are kind of doing a similar formula, except for you're comboing through moves a little more often. Uh, not the leveling experience so much, just because you you are melting things. But the leveling is not meant to be hard. It's meant to get you to fifty. So
0: yeah, yeah, one through fifty in this game, um, as I've explained at this point is getting you acquainted with your skills and the variables what those skills can do mm. to make a build. You're spending up to 50 to learn the basics of the game, get the story, because it's very cinematic, um, and just learn your class. And then at the end, it starts unlocking everything Yeah, uh, for you. Also, one thing, too, I didn't mention that I think is uh, kind of important to mention as well. You get to 50 pretty quickly. I did in 30 hours. Um, but... Uh, you have a roster level as well. And the roster level is essentially badass points from, uh, borderlands. Uh, when you level your roster, uh, mine's 25 at this point, you get stats for your account. So every character on your account will have those stats now. So the more you get your roster up, the more powerful all your characters become over time. So when you do cap out at 50 soft cap, you can go up to 60, but it takes forever. Have you tried Um, on a
1: different server yet? I don't know if it's server based or account based. That's that's my only question with that. I system.
0: haven't even been on another server, okay. um, but I can confirm they work over on other characters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I um, just wasn't sure if it left yeah. the server or not. I just want to add that though, because uh, it's an interesting system. Mm-hmm. It, the game almost feels like every character is just working towards your account and not that character. It's interesting.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. Yeah.
1: Outside of that. Um those the zones are not super open so um it is less mmoe in that regard um they're very much nice looking hallways i have zero complaints personally but it is a lot of like this zone you know is shaped in this kind of hallway with zoning to different zones which are different shaped hallways and stuff like that
0: and you, uh, you don't stand for very long you can super but short yeah. yeah
1: you go through them pretty quick uh, they look nice though they're they're definitely well designed um I do really like that. I like that uh, mobs have a random chance to kind of have like a champion version um, spawn with them as well. And that goes, uh, if you find those and you you kill them, it goes into an adventure log, which is also in a uh, roster uh, uh, feature. A lot of the the features in the game, like collectibles and stuff like that, are roster based, not character based. So you play an alt, you can continue that progress um, as well. And Um, Those champions are part of that, so which I appreciate as well. Plus, they tend to also have a chance to drop loot a little better. Um, Yeah, I I think the pacing of the quests is good, even though the quests are honestly pretty simple. Um, But you're not doing it for very long, so it's really easy to just kind of keep going. Um, It's a good balance. It would have been really easy for them to just have you go kill like, 10 of something over and over and over again mm-hmm. and in most cases you kill like two things and you're done with the quest
0: yeah the the big thing i was saying since the beginning of playing it is that the game respects your time it's a lot of times like anytime you do a mission in any game almost ever if you gotta do more than one thing it's typically three and this game a lot of times it's like one or two yeah like you do it once and it's like i eh, do it a second time so you get like the like you get the experience if you did it more than once and then you do it a second time it's like all right you're done I'm like, oh, okay. And it's like going on with my life, right? Um,
1: yeah. Honestly, the only I have very few nitpicks about the game. Um, one is the quests are boring because they're they're very much you know your your typical MMO affair, like you know, kill this, click on this, you know, move it here. Um, before like I said earlier, they're short, so it doesn't like it's not an annoyance as much as like it's kind of a weakness of the game I would say for sure
0: it's a weakness and if it wasn't for the amount of time they spent on the v- the varied locations it's it's kind of amazing how many zones you go through they're all completely different and you spend not a whole lot of time in all these zones like they put a lot of work into the area so like when you're doing missions where you're killing this dude killing that dude talking to this person picking up an item and bringing it over to another circle which happens a lot throughout the game um the quest structure is pretty limited, yeah. honestly, but the locations make it less apparent and the combat's so fun that I didn't really mind it. But yeah, I was never like, these missions are awesome, outside yeah. of the set piece missions, um, a yeah. <laughs> which are are really cool spectacles, yeah. um, but
1: those are not every mission. For sure. And the game does a good job of um, uh, instancing uh, story elements, uh, including solo Elements so there'll be solo instances that are meant to be more set piece and more um of a spectacle which i do appreciate um coming from you know being a final fantasy 14 player um i do think uh the only the only thing i honestly warn people about and most people already know this coming into free-to-play games but in case you're new to it um they make their money uh, other ways. And uh, in this case, it would be a cash shop and it does have technically a way to buy gear towards the end of the game. So um, that can be a turnoff for some people. I don't um, have this need to be out geared compared to the rest of the community. So it's not a big deal to me, Mm -hmm. Um, but that is something to be aware of. Um, If you are worried about some people do want to be like the best and that can be paywalled technically so um just a warning in that regard but if you're just playing it you're, you're never going to worry about it so
0: yeah i haven't uh i haven't felt the need to mm. pay for anything yet so yeah, it's going to be a type of person
1: for sure yeah they're going to want to be the best as fast as possible um what
0: well, if you have expendable income like yeah. plenty of it and you have to think about it or even if you don't have expendable income and you just don't care, yeah. um, there are certain types of people who will use that to their advantage. For, for sure.
1: And then you know my mentality on that is uh,
0: the whales are keeping the servers open for me. So as long as I'm not negatively impacted by it, yeah, I don't care, yeah. honestly. But if they're gaining an advantage on me in a way that is a negative experience for me, um, that's when it bothers me. For so. sure.
1: And time will tell in the long haul because yeah. – um one thing to be concerned about when you're buying currencies essentially is how does that affect the economy because that does affect everybody Mm -hmm. so uh, we'll see right now it's fun though so um going into this game mostly just kind of with low expectations and um they've been exceeded because i didn't really have high expectations for it um i wasn't gonna this isn't my main mmo won't be my main mmo but uh I am having fun, and I am fortunate enough to have a group of people to play with, so mm-hmm. um, I don't have to worry about pugging content. Yeah, um, we got
0: we got a decent amount of people playing already, which is nice. Yeah, so... Um, Unlike when I was playing ESO, and everybody played for like four days, and then we're gone, and I was like, well, fuck, there's like two of us playing now.
1: <laughs> yeah, games are out for me. I, I don't dislike it, but mm-hmm. it's I'm not a huge Elder Scrolls fan, and it definitely feels like an Elder Scrolls game, so... yeah um yeah uh i I kind of already said it but it's a beautiful game i love the way it looks um and it's very flashy that's not everyone's cup of tea is absolutely my cup of tea i love flashy combat
0: it's weird well yeah the combat's super fucking flashy (laughs) it's almost too flashy but um it's impressive looking so i can't take that from it but um it's weird how korean mmos have like a look to oh, them yeah, yeah. because this game, every time I look at it, it reminds me of like Ion and another Korean. I'm, uh, I forgot which one it was. Is it BDO? But, uh, BDO. Vindictus, BDO. Oh, yeah. Vindictus reminds me of Vindictus as well, too. Like character models, all that stuff. Yeah. Like all these games at the time they come out, of course, like the graphics go down over time, but, um, or, or depreciate over time. Um, yeah. they go for like, uh, semi realistic looking character models. Um, and, yeah, BDO as well. Um, they they go for these, like, um, semi-realistic-looking character models that have, like, nice-looking hair, you know, realistic-looking skin, normal proportions for the most part. Um, and then uh, even, like, the world design, monster design. I mean, like, a lot of these games will have, like... Um, and maybe it's like a cultural thing, like lore or something like that, but uh like, you know, like wolf men that look a certain way and mm-hmm. like enemies with spikes in their backs and shit. Like you kind of see like a similar a similarity. So it's interesting playing this game and just kind of like, as I'm playing, I'm like, that's so interesting how, how some of these games have similar looks, but I mean, I'm sure there's a bunch of stuff in Western games. You can just be like, this looks similar to that. So oh, like if sure. you play Japanese games. You're going to be like, this has some kind of like slime monster in it. Like they all do. And, so well, I like it. goofy French fry boy.
1: I watched a video today of classes that uh, we don't have yet. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> One of them a painter that does like black paint that does different effects and stuff. I was like, Oh yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so um actually, looks really fun, but it's super supporty. Uh, I guess. So uh, yeah, class design. In the game is really cool. Um, there is again, this is a, teach their own thing. Um, games technically gender locked. Not a lot of people like that. I don't mind so much because I understand the aspect in why, why they do that.
0: Yeah, I mean you're on the same page uh, on this.
1: But I do understand from Western audience perspective when we make games we want to make our hero mm-hmm. versus like um, you're playing a character in a lot of uh, Eastern games.
0: Um, so. Yeah. It, specifically in a lot of Korean games that I've played, um, one of them that I thought of when we talked about this originally it was like Dungeon Fighter Online, stuff like mm. that. But, like, um, I think Vindictus works as well because Vindictus, named. yeah, for sure. Yeah. It's in these games, you get to customize their character, they've already predetermined these characters within the world and lore. Mm. Um, and you are playing as that character and you get to choose how that character Some looks, but it's still a character that they made, mm. and so in their mind. You know, this martial artist that you're playing is a female in their world and yeah. you're, you know, deciding how she looks, but you're still playing that uh, archetype or whatever. And uh, and within those confines, I don't, mean, I mean, I have no issue with it at all. I don't mind playing male or female. I typically play play male characters if I make characters. But in a lot of games nowadays, too, if I know I'm not going to spend a lot of time in it, I don't even really customize my characters much anymore. Because I'm like, I'm gonna beat this and be done with it. If it's a game I know, I'm gonna spend a lot of time in. I'll like, I'll customize my character, of course, because I want, I want to, uh, you know, be more involved. But um, in a game like this, um, it's interesting because um, I honestly don't care if it's if I'm male or female. Like, it's I'm completely fine with it.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm the wrong person. I I play a lot of female characters in games, so. Mm-hmm. Um. <clears throat> I am playing a male on this one, though.
0: I also get I get bored doing the same thing over and over again, too. So mm. if I'm if I'm always like habitually playing male characters, I like to like push myself to not play one and just make a female character. And if a game makes me play one, I'll, just, I'll I don't I didn't even think about it until I heard people complain about. It, I'm like, oh yeah, people are upset with that, and it's to each their own. Like I oh, said, sure. it's not for like sure. a it's not a right or wrong issue. But I think it's important to kind of understand that this is not uncommon.
1: Well, some people are also like. Living a fantasy of like implanting themselves into the game, mm-hmm. um, which like, I don't. I do. can't do that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't. I don't have that. Um, I am uh, playing a fantasy. Um, that's yeah. It's not supposed to be. It's supposed to be someone else. So yeah. Um. But again, yeah, we already went over it. It's to each their own thing. Um, for me, it works just fine. I like the um, the more like, uh, they get to pick aspect of it because it does add a a very definitive style to every single um even spec but but uh archetype essentially and um very similar to like though final fantasy does allow you to pick your your uh gender um it's similar to like job system right like this job looks this way well in this game this you know this character looks this way um didn't final fantasy have gender locked characters used to used yeah to. yeah it's not yeah it's not such a weird thing in, in asian culture but yeah it's definitely a western thing where we go i don't like that so
0: yeah we either want to play like one main character mm. or make our own character yeah <clears throat> and neither is wrong so it's um, yeah. just preference so
1: yeah um yeah, and I'm also looking forward to the fact that uh, it's it's kind of a hit or miss thing. We got ha- about half the game, roughly, because the game is four. I think it's four and a half years. A video I, I watched said um, in Korea we are, at but we got about two years worth of the game uh, mm-hmm. given to us. So there's classes we haven't gotten yet that are technically done, and they can use those honestly as population dwindles and go. Here's a character sparks and just get people back in it's smart marketing
0: no i think it's smart to release an mmo that's already established in uh in like an earlier form of it because then um i mean i would like to have all the content but i also know it's an mmo and i'm gonna stop playing at some point so if i get to experience what other people got to experience when the game was rolling out um it's gonna keep me coming back and i don't plan on only playing this game so Mm -hmm. i'm okay with those breaks so yeah, and a, it's and it's on their part because yeah, they already have new characters already made. There's no development ahead of them when it comes to that. So yeah,
1: minus ones are making obviously for current build
0: and Korea. Sure, but. exactly. Yeah. But I mean, like in terms of these characters, they don't got to do anything. Yeah, yeah. They just got to release them, and uh, he, it's gonna be exciting for us. And they did the work before. Yeah. So yeah,
1: and and it's all been tested. So we mm-hmm. don't actually have to deal with that part of it until we catch up. Because I do believe their plan is to we're gonna get like a speedy. Update cycle to kind of slow to get us up to catch up. Oh, interesting. So, um, because then they'd be developing for everyone at once at that point, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, I mean, overall, I'm having fun. Um, game doesn't have the trinity, which is a little hard to get used to if you're a uh, MMO player because most MMOs minus like I think two or three, yeah, I've used the trinity, so uh, so it's it's a little weird sometimes for sure, but um. Uh, Little more self responsibility, which I think honestly makes better players if you're more self responsible. But yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, so so far I've been really liking this game a lot. It has a couple things free to play. Uh, esque that I'm not the biggest fan of, but nothing egregious so far, so I can't fault it because yep. it's got to make its money. That's the route they chose. Mm-hmm. I respect it. I would have preferred it being a premium game. That, oh, that's sure. my preference with everything. <laughs> I'd rather just get the whole experience. But the game is pretty fucking full of content for not having... Why? Well, I paid for something, but uh, I, I paid for early access and yeah. got some dumb shit for it. But... It's uh. Delane aura. Yeah. Um, But coming into it, like if you had not uh, gotten the beta access or whatever, um, I've gotten over $60 worth of a game already from what I've played. So it's been a uh, very fair free to play experience. And I don't feel like I've been held back or kept from any content. Uh, So the free to play model uh, seems to be good. I just noticed that there's a lot of menus and things that you have to wait for over time that warframe does this as well um which is another great free to play uh, or not free to play MMO, free to play game might as well be. um might as well be but yeah uh so it's not it's not anything new but there's there's things you got to wait for and there's like potions and stuff you can use to speed those processes up and uh you can acquire those i'm sure um through through the store or something so um yeah i think
1: everything is acquirable in game though
0: so. yeah 100 percent. well what i've seen so far um you just have to put the work in yeah or you can pay them so um but anyway the the whole point is uh the free play uh, aspect of it is uh fair so far though not preferable it is not bad um gameplay is good i think it's a, a lot of fun uh it's a lot more active you're paying attention more than you would uh typically in a lot of mmos um I do have a rotation at this point though, with my character, uh, I've, you know, worked on his build and, um, have a thing I do. But at at this point, I also kind of know all my skills, and what they do that sometimes, you know, in the right circumstance, I can use this one, that one or whatever. So, um, it's a lot of fun, uh, in the moment having to, uh, dodge and they don't give you a whole lot of time to think about dodging in this game, which is, uh, refreshing um sometimes i feel like it's a little too generous and mmos um but yeah combat's good uh i haven't tried pvp yet but i want to um seems like it'd be a good game for it battle right that's the name of that game oh okay that top down uh pvp game
1: interesting time to remember that <laughs> yeah
0: i just it just dawned on me as soon as i said that um <laughs> and it's so weird how memory works uh yeah, so, so combat's good, though. I think that's where... Or no, I haven't tried PvP yet. That's where it came from. Um, but I want to. Um, seems like it'd be a good game for it because Battle Right was a lot of fun, in my opinion. Uh before
1: stats are normalized.
0: Yeah. yeah. You got to make a new build uh, for uh, PvP. So, um, Which is the biggest reason why I haven't tried PvP is because I don't want to make a second build yet. I guess I could just look one up. Um, yeah. Went through uh, the main storyline. And uh, I actually really enjoyed it. Um, I didn't pay attention to the story as much as I should have. Because in the beginning of the game, I'm like, yeah, 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 whatever. Fucking magical guy, this, that, whatever. But as soon as I started seeing some pretty, pretty well done set pieces, I was like, so what the fuck's happening in this game? Because these are some pretty cool scenes that I want to talk about, but I don't want to talk about. But if you've played through the game, you've probably seen them. And a couple of them have to do with like sieging castles and defending castles, and they're really fucking cool. Um, not even just for like a top-down game, even though it's impressive. They're doing that in this kind of game and telling story through through those means. But in general, for an MMO, it's cool to see these kind of this kind of scale um, when it comes to uh, the story they're telling, which I really like. Um, yeah, uh, zones are cool, um, though brief you can revisit them though and there's plenty of um like trade skills like fishing um, being a lumberjack uh you know forging plants um there's a couple of them where you use like a sonar to find treasure and shit um that you can go back to zones and use these anywhere so there's reason to return sometimes also if you uh passed up um, NPCs to do quests in that area you can always go back and do that it goes towards your roster level as well so it's not wasted time collectibles collectibles Makoko seeds um, are everywhere there's like 1200 Makoko seeds in the game and every zone has at least like three of them um, so you
1: pick up gives you 150 roster XP
0: yeah which I should go do because <laughs> I noticed my roster level is going up a lot slower Lately, but I've just been doing endgame. Um,
1: I think you also get rewards for 100% completing zones, too. So.
0: Yeah, I just kind of figured when I played alternate characters, because uh, all this goes towards your roster, not your character. So all the Makoko seeds, all the gold I make in the game, all the silver I make in the game, it's not my characters. It's my accounts, mm-hmm. which I I like. I think it's kind of cool. that uh and I, I just and feel like... Wide. Which yeah, is which, is, which is nice because when I made new characters and I had to pick a horse, I picked the brown one, I picked the black one. I have all three of them. Yeah. So the more you play the game, the more you just have access to everything for everyone. Uh that's part of your roster, so it's kind of cool. But yeah, the Makoko Seed thing is neat. I like when MMOs embrace just doing stuff within the world that's not just questing. Um, I know it's kind of vague, but um, really, I, mean, I appreciate people doing anything this game has plenty of like random things to do um it also has a great imagination i already kind of talked about the set pieces but some of the locations you go to especially later in the story really get creative in the environments um i even till like recently uh have just been like still impressed with uh, locations in the game so, which kind of brings me to one point I wanted to bring up: this whole game feels like people gave a fuck about it.
1: Well, I, I know the Korean community loves the devs, so
0: yeah. I, well, nothing about this game feels cheap. Like it's a free to play game, but doesn't have a. F- outside of the the f- the free to play features, it feels like the devs gave a fuck. There's mm-hmm. details all over this bitch that like I'm like you didn't have to do that. Yeah. All the time, I'm just like there's such small details in this game. Like they, these, these dudes, I'm sure driven by wanting to make a lot of money off of it. were like, we're going to make a really fucking cool game. Mm. And I think they did it. Um, I'm like constantly impressed with the game. I mean, at this point I'm doing end game stuff. So it's like, I'm, I'm doing a lot more repetitive stuff, but even with the new stuff that I'm interacting with now that I couldn't interact with for, you know, the main storyline, um, it has that like JRPG feeling of unlocking new features the further you get into it. I feel like I haven't seen everything yet. I mean, there's even a location in the game that I can't go to until I'm gear score like 440 or something like that. And right now I'm 386, so uh, there's a whole area I can't go to yet until I you know do an, enough end game to get to that point. So I think it's really cool, gives you something to look forward to, which is really important for me when it comes to MMOs. Um, I think there's a generous amount of classes in the game. I can't go through all of them but because uh, I can't remember them all, but there's quite a bit of classes. They're all very different. Uh, each one I've played has felt different um, and all have different specials. Uh, that, that make you play them differently, which is really cool. Uh, like I said before, I'm playing Berserker, who is essentially just uh, DPS. He does a lot of damage uh, quickly, and I'm really enjoying playing him. But my other character that I play is uh, Gunslinger, uh, who has a sniper rifle, uh, I think dual pistols, and a shotgun. And they all have their own skills, which is kind of wild. Um, so you're switching between those for like close distance, long distance, medium range. Um, and these two classes play completely different just like the paladin i haven't played but i've seen seems to play completely different Mm -hmm. so that's really cool and there is no trinity which is kind of weird but you can similar to like when guild wars 2 came out and they're like no trinity play all you want and people just start playing roles anyway you can kind of do that in this game not not as well because it's not designed for that but you can start you can, you can start like trying to be like more like I can survive this better. So, um, or, you know, I'm DPS cause I'm playing berserker and he's essentially hitting a lot really quickly. He's definitely meant to just do a lot of damage fast to enemies. So uh, I do put myself in the position of a DPS. And when I play with randos, um, there are people running around trying to heal people while I'm doing DPS. And I'm like, it's not the Trinity, but people are trying to lean into that. Um, still. So, yeah, I think it also helps It generally any moves that
1: <clears throat> might give uh, party beneficial stuff are also generally um, damage moves on top of that.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, the game definitely wants you to stay active in the combat because yeah. that's, that's the most important part about it. But um, when you're doing some of the later stuff and you can't use potions during these missions, um, people play a lot more carefully, less run in and start fucking just spamming moves and uh you start seeing people using their like heals and shield abilities and stuff like that a little more um safely mm. i don't know how they're executing them what kind of move they're using to do that but i just no- kind of noticed that because i'll be like in there you know attacking some dude and all of a sudden i got a thing around me uh and i notice the person casting it is like not next to us they're like kind of behind me somewhere so they're trying to at the very least uh help out the situation so, yeah, we already went over uh, what to expect from um, questing, that there is um, uh, jobs, that um, everything, everything in this game, you fucking level up, like everything, your your character, your roster, your house. Um, and I was going to get to that, uh, <laughs> your jobs all independently level up. And as they level up, you get uh, more abilities with those jobs, um, and then you use those resources uh, typically towards your stronghold, which is your house. Your stronghold is a house on an island, and there you can research uh, more building types to put on your island. You can have up to a 1,000 pieces on your island, so it's pretty cool. It also has a grab all items placed on your uh, island button, which I really appreciate. You don't have to go around looking for every piece. You can just hit that button, and it brings all the shit back in your inventory, so that's kind of nice. Also, uh, certain structures you build on your island will give your island stats, and then your island levels up. And then you have access to new things to unlock and research. And uh you can make items there. You can send uh NPCs and uh extra ships that you have out on expeditions. And yeah, there's a bunch of shit to do there as well. It's something I waited on until I beat the game or beat the story um to dive into because I uh I noticed the 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 XP bar and all that shit. I'm like, oh fuck, this is like its own. <laughs> own little mini game so um yeah but I'm, I'm doing it now and i'm actually really enjoying it between doing like the end game stuff and um and that it's it's kind of a fun um almost more relaxing experience than going through the story which is pretty cool but yeah it's got strongholds you level up jobs you level up all that kind of stuff collectibles which go towards your i forgot what it's called but each zone
1: adventure guide
0: adventure guide I think is that what's called the pretty big the big thing that has cool. all the uh, objectives, uh-huh. um, which allows you to feel like you're completing the zone and it rewards you as you progress completing that zone. Yeah, so there's percentage points. So there is plenty to do in the game. Um, there's dungeons all over the the game. There's a lot of them, and they're actually all really neat. The first two I thought were pretty cool, and after that they just get way better. Like three and on are just like awesome they're all different huge spectacles scale to the amount of players you have which is great because yeah if someone drops out you're not fucked um if you don't want to deal with
1: strangers you play by yourself you can
0: play it solo there's also difficulties you can play on hard after i after i experimented with that i only played dungeons on hard um because it felt More more loot and it just felt a little more they weren't hard but they it just felt like i was a little more involved in it
1: it makes sense the normal i guarantee the normal mode is the same as like dungeons and final fantasy 14 they're just story devices like yeah get you forward i could see that yeah
0: hard just seems like you want to be more involved in the combat aspect of it extra training yeah um which is a lot of fun um and am i missing anything else when it comes to all that stuff because i was just going to talk about the end game next so, yeah, after you complete all that stuff, though, um, there's like a couple islands you got to do for the story. There's also a bunch of random islands you can go to as well. There's a bunch of secret shit out in the ocean, too, which is kind of neat. There's also different types of water in the ocean that are hazards. So, that's an interesting part. But uh, the end game is interesting because, like we kind of said before, it is essentially a ladder. Um, what happens is uh, once you complete a certain part of the story, uh, you unlock. Um, the ability to do something called chaos dungeons, um, abyssal dungeons, and uh, something raids—I forget what they're called—but uh, essentially raids. Um, and pretty much the objective there is uh, when you complete when you complete the story, you get a full set. The game gives you a full set of uh, armor that's rated at 302. There's a gear score um, in the game, and it, it, once you wear that, you're at 302. And then um, there's something in the game called honing, and you're able to use uh, resources that you get from certain end game, uh, game types or breaking down armor. And you're able to put those uh, that resource into the armor you're wearing and upgrade its gear score up to 20 times. That's 20 levels, and that increases its stats, making you more powerful over time, and your gear score goes up. And, uh, yeah, you just keep doing that until you can reach certain parts of the Chaos Dungeon, which is essentially um, three sections. You have to fight a bunch of enemies with uh, up to three other people, and when you complete all three of those sections, um, you get a reward. But the whole time, you're just getting... Uh, the first run, you get a bunch of gear and then the, and money, and then after that, it's mostly just the resource for honing. Um, but it's a really good way to... And you can get this stuff just by playing missions, too. As long as you're getting armor... And breaking it down, you're getting these materials. But this just gives you that as you play it. So it's probably the fastest way to do it. I think that's what it's designed for. But uh, once a day, um, you are able to um, increase your chance on getting uh, items from it. It's said two times a day, but I've only seen the once. Like, yeah. I'll, I'll start it up and i only have one attempt.
1: Interesting. Yeah, I thought it was supposed to be two. I think it's two. And then if you miss a day, it's supposed to...
0: Carry up to five. Unless games. my schedule's so fucked that like I'm maybe I'm doing fifty percent of my two things constantly at a time. I don't I have no, no fucking idea. Cause I had read also, and I remember the first time I did it, I had a hundred of this thing called resonance, which is your attempts, and then I had fifty and then I had zero. Now every time I hop on I have fifty. So maybe I'm not letting it recharge. Maybe. I should watch a video on it. Yeah, maybe. I'm not yeah, there, so I can't help. So, you do the chaos dungeons, and then the abyssal dungeon is essentially revisiting dungeons from uh, throughout the game, which I think is a good thing because they put a lot of work into these dungeons, and the idea of not revisiting them sounds awful um, because they're really neat. And playing them one time uh, doesn't seem that great. Um, but then the abyssal dungeons, you do sections of the dungeons before, but then you fight a boss. Um, that you can't use potions on, which really sucks. So you have to really be on your shit, play together, and work together. And then uh, the raid is essentially a top-down version of Monster Hunter. You get put into uh, a stage, and you have to find the monster you're trying to hunt, locate him. There's even flares and stuff you can craft where you can shoot in the air and locate him. And then you fight him. It doesn't have a health bar above his head, and you can't use potions here either. And uh, you have to just fight him until it dies, and read his moves and they'll run at certain points in the fight and stuff like that. So it's literally this monster hunter. It's actually a lot of fun. I did the first one and, and completed it. And, uh, it, uh, it was fun. I liked it. There's also something called the tower, which, um, in my opinion, almost seems like a skill check. Uh, you go in the tower and you go as far as you can. There's random challenges on each floor. And then eventually you'll hit a, a floor where you can't proceed unless your, your score is high enough for it. Um, And then you keep going. And whenever you quit out, you get rewards for every single floor you did. When you come back, you start at the floor you left before. So if you got the floor five and then you leave, when you come back, you'll be on floor five again. And so it seems like it's probably finite. And you're just going to go through it, get all your rewards, and then be done with it eventually. But it's going to coincide with your progress in endgame because it is uh, skill uh, or gear score uh, locked depending on um your gear score there's something called the cube which i haven't tried yet um i made the guild mission uh coincide with uh guild or uh, cube completion and uh that was stupid because none of us are doing the cube so we're not doing our our guild mission right now uh but i didn't know at the time but yeah you, I, I guess you get tickets from something in the game and when you get those tickets you're able to go into the cube and it's set up like a roguelike where there's like buffs and debuffs that you get randomly and you try and get as far as you can in it with your friends and you get rewarded for that so I'm very interested in trying that and there's something called Boss Rush which if I had to guess because I don't know what that is I assume you're fighting bosses in it so so anyway it has a robust end game but it is fairly straightforward in the sense that it wants you to do Chaos dungeon, get rewards. Hopefully, get the get some better gear. But if you don't hone your gear and get that gear score higher, so that you could do the abyssal dungeon, beat that, move on to the next abyssal dungeons, um, get gear from that. That hopefully you can get better gear and start honing that up to get your gear score up, and then the raids i don't know where they fit in there outside of something to do
1: i think it's just another opportunity to get loot.
0: but they do coincide with uh there's a story element to them which i thought was kind of interesting um so yeah plenty of stuff to do and then while you're doing that you can also go and do like um your stronghold stuff you know get all your collectibles stuff like that there's there's plenty of to do once you once you uh finish it up so that's been a lot of fun um though because i beelined to the end of the game i'm just playing the waiting game which kind of sucks uh we got a couple people who have hit 50 though uh make, since i did
1: i think you have enough to do, make a full group now
0: well i don't know if anybody's at end game as of right now mm. people hit 50 but they don't have yeah, uh 302 story, gear yeah yeah. yeah yeah
1: that makes sense yeah
0: yeah yeah i uh i saw people hitting 50 i'm like fuck yeah i'm like wait that doesn't that doesn't mean (laughs) it doesn't mean we can play yet yeah um i just went i went too hard on the game um i mean
1: mean, same thing happens in 14 i should have thought of that because you hit 90 but you're not done with the story yet
0: yeah i actually had a couple people ask like they're like i'm 50 when when can i do that i'm like you gotta finish the story (laughs) like you gotta go through it and get your 302 gear um and you're and uh just so you guys know, in case you don't know, um, when you do beat the story, which means I'm going to keep it vague, you beat Vern, the city's uh, storyline. Um, you get uh, you get certain rewards, but you get a, a level 50 boost for one of your other characters. And you're supposed to get – everybody told me you're supposed to get another boost, but they didn't tell me how because I don't think they, they knew. I did it, and when you use the 50 boost um, and play the character – you get another 50 boost from that. So if you're looking for your second 50 boost, you got to play the character you boosted. So yeah, do that. Yeah. And your mounts are, uh, uh, account based. So make sure to pick the ones you don't have. So, yeah. But yeah, uh, overall, I mean, I, I I've been enjoying the game I'm playing it a lot. I haven't been sleeping a whole lot lately. So, um, Definitely, It's definitely been scratching that itch. I've been wanting to play an MMO lately and uh, an MMO sat, so, just so happened to have dropped in that time. So because I was humoring playing 14 or uh, ESO, and this came out. So i um, been going hard on it, but I do plan on playing um, Forbidden West as soon as it <laughs> drops. And uh, I need to finish Dying Light 2, and I like to play Sifu. So... Um, but yeah, been having a lot of fun. I think it has a lot of content. I, I think it's well made. Um, I think it offers an experience that I haven't really got from other MMOs um, in the way they're doing the top-down thing and not just being like a, you know like a torchlight online or Diablo online, but being like a full-fledged MMO. And uh, it doesn't feel cheap. I think they they went all out with it. The cinematics are really cool. The the set pieces are really cool. Um, character creation is pretty good. Um, classes are good although there's like four martial artists which i think is really interesting um it's really it's really interesting how like what what was the class that that came out originally in the beta that people didn't want well that we didn't
1: want there's yeah. we're still going to get it eventually sure uh summoner
0: yeah yeah so summoner was there and then during the beta people were like where's like a traditional magic user and so they swapped out them for the uh the sorceress, sorceress. Yeah. and uh and so we got one magic user and like four martial artists and bunch of, tech, like a bunch, bunch of people with guns. So uh,
1: yeah, four gunners, four martial artists.
0: So I think it's really interesting, especially because uh, you, you don't really get that in a lot of MMOs. So mm-hmm. yeah, not complaining. Just an interesting observation. But uh, game's a lot of fun. It's free to play. I would definitely, I would highly recommend it if you're curious about. It. You got nothing to lose. Um, if you're looking for a new MMO to try out, apparently um, sure everyone I talked to who played it who's played it has liked it so far so
1: yeah and it has controller support um i know one which person is so who, weird who's using a controller to play so who scream oh he's half controller half keyboarding it His, the jihad keys don't really work so well for like menus and stuff like that on controller so but playing combat wise and stuff he okay. plays on controller what game did i play like that
0: i played a game where i would use the controller to play it and then i would use the keyboard for certain things probably gonna
1: have to with the game of the month
0: yeah probably so. probably um but yeah really good free to play check it out and uh you probably will dig it and also uh check out our guild tasty loot gaming tasty loot is one word and gaming is a second word because it had a weird thing uh about that but uh but yeah check that out as well and yeah i'll continue to keep playing it because i'm really digging it so, anything else you want to say on Lost Ark?
1: No, I mean, it's a fun time. Um, still, you know, on a personal level, uh, I'm going to prioritize fourteen. I think. Um,
0: I think this game's a great BMMO. Like well, a secondary and I, it one. has the
1: potential. It, ha- I mean, it has the end game to be a main MMO. Um, it just does a lot to my wrist, <laughs> I've learned. So, um, <laughs> I couldn't play it for an excessive amount of time anyways. But um, That's what Godfall did to me fuck my wrist up but yeah i mean i like it um i'm not necessarily in love with it but i don't have any complaints either It it, it yeah, is I just a solid game i
0: wouldn't say i'm games. in love with it either but i am very impressed with it
1: there's things it does that i really like and, yeah. and one of those things is i do think it does um set pieces really well for especially for an isometric game um it makes good use of camera movements and stuff like that when it's trying to show a scene also um because of the perspective, they can do interesting things with mechanics. Um, without saying the boss, there is a boss that you fight in multiple phases and has multiple things you can hit on him. Um, and as you're going through and doing the different phases and moving through the, the level to keep fighting him, um, it adds more and more mechanics and stuff like that. And it's a fun fight, for sure. Um, I was very impressed with that. So um, I did not expect that from the style of game it is. So.
0: Yeah, that's one of the reasons I, I say I'm impressed with the game is I'm I've been surprised by it multiple times mm-hmm. now, um, and so it's giving me an experience that that uh, most and most I've played I don't I don't there's no surprises I'm just like oh okay they're doing this they're doing that it's solid this works the world's alright whatever but this game like actually has things I'm like oh shit they're actually doing it. it's kind of crazy plus like it has the whole the whole ship thing which I think is really neat there's like nine ships in the game to unlock and all sorts of shit like it's just full of content and it has a lot of like stuff to keep you busy which i think is my favorite thing about it because it's giving me that like i got a little bit of time i'm just gonna hop in there and knock out some of my you know basic shit basic mmo stuff if you play a a certain mmo any mmo regularly you're gonna get into this groove where you are just kind of completing certain things it's nothing new or revolutionary there but i think they do a good job at gamifying everything in the game to the point where it's Really easy to just go, hey, I'll work on this right now. And I'll work on that. Even working on your house and decorating is a game. Um, And so it's a really easy game to spend some time in. Oh, for sure, for sure. Um, It also is
1: um, going to be good for me as well because, like, you know, 14, you know, in between patch cycles, content kind of lulls. Mm-hmm. gives me an opportunity to play something else. I might still want to play an MMO, so it'll be there for that, too. Um, where I'm, it actually launched at a perfect time because all the 14 content is mostly done by most people right now. So
0: Yeah, I noticed because a bunch of people you play 14 with, as soon as you guys were done, me, Sarah, and Josh were playing uh, Lost Ark while you guys were playing 14. And then I saw like four of you guys just like logging all at once. Lost Ark. I was like, the raid must be over. Yeah, raid was over. Fucking everyone just hopped over real quick. And then like they're talking to a couple people who play fourteen. Um, it seems like they're just like waiting for content right now. So
1: yeah, um is designed that way intentionally, though. Mm-hmm. Um, Yoship doesn't want people no lifing it, so.
0: Yeah, just kind of reconfirming what you said about like mm-hmm. it's in a lull right now because that seems to be the the case among many people. So, mm-hmm. um, so yeah, good time for this to come out. Horrible time for this to come out because of the month. Um, and uh, yeah, there's plenty to play. And there's also they suffering
1: more- from success which is the MMO story these days. Yeah. Um, even New World, even though that because, fell off really hard. Because <laughs> people
0: fucking want new MMOs. And I literally saw somebody fucking on Twitter. It's like a publication or something. I don't remember who the fuck it was. They're, they were talking about the success of Lost Ark. And they're like, wow, people really want a new MMO. I'm like, bro, <laughs> they've been wanting one that's for way, I fucking do, years. I've seen the
1: fucking chaos that's been happening because of one of the... Like, two MMOs. There's more than that, but let's be real here. One of the two main MMOs um, having trouble right now, and that caused a huge, like, need for an MMO because mm. not everybody wants to play the, the competitor there. They want something
0: more their style. Oh, um, sure, yeah. There's there's so. a bunch of people who who... There's a bunch of people who didn't think they'd like Final Fantasy XIV who ended up liking, but there's some people who are just not ever going to be not into their it. Style for yeah. sure. And so there's a huge fucking void right now for certain people. And then New um, World came out, servers got hammered,
1: content wasn't there, and janky
0: amateur fucking
1: problems. Some bad mistakes were made, um, yeah. and they lost a ton of people. The, the game's not like completely dead. I think it still has about forty thousand. Concurrent players, um, but uh, that's pretty low for an MMO. Forty thousand, yeah, Um, man. But they have the opportunity to fix it, but they have to regain trust at this point. Um, Plus, Amazon, dude, they don't have an excuse like financially. Well, people keep saying that about Lost Ark as well, but um, (sighs) yeah, but that's more of a like realistic, grounded style MMO, which some people are looking for because we really don't have that, to be honest so um we
0: don't have any MMOs really but yeah we only have a couple
1: sure sure so and then the ones
0: people are playing are all old like yeah yeah all the popular ones right now are fucking years old like yeah Yeah. it's crazy it's like the many times i've talked about the the genre being dead and it always seems to shock people when i say not shock them but like it the concept of like the genre being dead is like, people are like, why like this game? I'm like, no dude, those games have been on for fucking ever. No one's making new ones. And now, now we're starting to see some, we're starting to see people test the waters and lost Ark came out in 2018 or some shit. So like, yeah, it's not even like not new. brand new. It's new to us. Um, but so sought after that. So many people played the Russian version of this game already. There's yeah. so many people playing this game who already played it. Um, yeah. so that's, that's fucking amazing. But, uh, yeah, between Lost Ark and uh and um oh god, what's the New World, new World. Yeah. and um the one coming out, Ashes of Ash's creation, creation looks um, super promising. Looks cool. I feel bad for them though, because servers are probably gonna hammer. They're as gonna well. start from success too, if the game yeah. sucks. Because people at this point just want a new fucking MMO. Yeah. And we are starting to get them. So I can't I can't complain as much anymore. But that I'm seeing people like like starting to talk about. Uh oh! People really want new MMOs. I'm like, dude, fucking of course they do. Yeah. That's like that's nothing new. People want multiplayer social experiences. But, so. but that I'm hearing that yeah. in a more public sense means hopefully that people are going to take note that New World, even though it had issues, was a success at first and financially. And, success for sure. Uh, yeah. Lost Ark is doing very well on Steam. Um, so hopefully somebody who's got a, a budget and a talented team or willing to make one, is looking at yeah. that and going, wait, M- people want MMOs? Maybe we should make one. Yeah. In which I can say, yeah, no shit. Do it. <laughs> Just make one. Yeah. Um, God, I remember the days where there's like a new fucking MMO every week, and I was like, there's too many MMOs. And now I'm like, there's none.
1: Yeah, I got oversaturated for sure. Yeah, it's
0: wild. Uh, it's fucking crazy.
1: And I have the same problem that happened when COD blew up and everyone wanted to make a shooter um yeah. is that a couple original games come out but everyone was kind of chasing that, that everyone's a piece format. battle rails Sh- sure and survival and, games uh you know only a couple survived because they're the ones that actually brought something to the table versus just trying to chase what the other person had done so
0: the ones with the passion the ones with the, the ideas yeah the ones that get inspired yeah. those are the ones that stick around the ones that are chasing after it some of them make money and their successes, but oh, yeah, um, they're
1: just pumping dumps though.
0: But yeah, yeah, exactly. Like when I think of like, you know, paladins or something like that.
1: Paladins doing really well.
0: Sure. <laughs> but I mean when it first came out, like the the comparisons were like it's just a ripoff. But it made its money. Um so I, people still play paladins? Oh yeah. That's fucking it's not wild. Like a shit ton, but That's still
1: wild. Still wild
0: Um
1: I've actually seen not a lot, but a couple streams
0: well yeah and i mean like uh to the point of like people with the passion or whatever like battle royals they're they're everywhere they were um it, it feels like we're finally at a point where people are just kind of accepting which ones are the big dogs uh but like you know
1: yeah in the style you like pretty much yeah <laughs> but like
0: apex legends fucking still 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 going strong
1: it makes so much money off the
0: fucking game yeah and it's a <laughs> solid well-made game it's one of the best battle royals out there uh yeah. because they looked at the genre and went we can add to this we can oh, do yeah. something. Flip we can do sure. something that's not being done. Anyway, I feel like I just keep. I, I feel like I just like keep ranting. <laughs> like I could take the thing of MMOs and just move on to the next thing and the next thing and the next thing. So, um.
1: Well, I mean, it's just a general sentiment and the sentiment in the, the state of gaming, anyways. So. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean the the guys in there. I, I find it hard to believe that most people wouldn't be interested in MMO as long as it fit within the the confines of the type of game they like. Yeah. MMOs don't have to be World of Warcraft, as we learned when all the WoW clones died. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, you can have an isometric one. You can have third-person ones. You can have, you know, first-person ones, all this stuff. Like, all this stuff can exist. You just have to have an idea and a passion for it and not come off as i just want your money because people gamers aren't
0: (laughs) they're not stupid in that regard (laughs) they're they're stupid in social ways but not in like there's something content you you
1: want to make gamers that come together rip them off
0: yeah look at the (laughs) nft thing yeah all of a sudden we all agree on something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Everybody is on the same page so, on that one. So it's yeah. a beautiful thing to so, be like, Hey, people are trying to rip all of us off. Yeah. We don't want that. Um, so yeah. Anyway, we should probably wrap this conversation up. Uh, lost Ark has been fun though. Um, and I, like I said, I, th- I think we'd both recommend it.
1: Yes. But I, more importantly, I'm going to say it's a free to play game. Give it a couple hours. Yeah, check if it out. If you don't like it, you don't like it, man.
0: Like, or try a different class. Yeah. But that's every MMO. Anytime someone plays an MMO, they're like, oh, I don't like it. I'm like then no, check out another class, though, because sometimes maybe you're just playing something you don't you don't vibe oh, with. But,
1: well, I mean, obviously I'm going to keep comparing 14. is my game. But uh-huh. um, I love that game to death. But there are certain jobs. like I level them just to get that number, and I don't want to touch them again. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah.
0: That's just the way it is. All right, well, anything else you want to say on that? That is our impressions of Lost Ark, and uh, check it out. So let us know in the comments, though, uh, what do you guys think of Lost Ark? Um, Are you playing it or not playing it? Uh, If you're not playing it, why aren't you playing it? Do you plan on playing it? Um, Maybe you're on console and you're like, I can't play it, um, which is kind of shitty considering the game has controller support. (laughs) Like, why isn't it on console? Uh, If you are playing, what do you think about it? Uh, Do you like it? Do you not like it? You're somewhere in between. What do you think about it as a free-to-play game? Uh, How do you think uh, the content is so far? What level are you? What class are you playing? Um, What are your aspirations in the game and in life? And are you doing the stronghold? Because everybody is not. Everyone I talk to is like, I'm not really doing the stronghold stuff.
1: I do mine every day.
0: Well, I've started doing mine every day. (laughs) But I'm also at a point where you know I can kind of i have plan to do but now i just feel like less pressure so i'm like, yeah, gonna do the stronghold stuff for a little bit i saw chris in there doing that
1: he's lucky it has an energy system because otherwise he'd probably live in there um, yeah i was waiting for that i also know there's features in there that affect outside of there too yes. so it's kind of important to not ignore it
0: yeah um yeah, if it has purple missions, do them because purple missions unlock features in the game. Yeah. Um, so if you're getting purple missions, do them sooner than later because <laughs> there's whole features. There's even achievements uh, that will not activate until you finish those. So uh, do those purple missions. But yeah, let me know everything you're thinking about when it comes to Lost Ark in the comments below. All right. Um, we got a couple videos to watch. Uh And we're going to do that. So uh, as you guys know, I'm sure uh, Horizon Forbidden West is coming out very soon. We're all going to be playing it and hopefully we're all going to be enjoying it. I've been hearing nothing but amazing things about it from all the people who are fucking playing it currently. Early copies and spoiling the shit out of it all over fucking Twitter. Stop doing that. It's so annoying. Anyway, and so with that coming out, uh, we're going to watch a comparison video of the PS5 uh, versus PS4 Pro versus ps4 performance which is uh, a technical review done by ign um we're gonna watch that to kind of see where it stacks up oh i'm so glad we uh <laughs> i didn't check our positions on those windows and it oh. seemed to work out just fine so for anybody listening we have like uh uh face shots of us when we react to um videos and normally I have to line those up and i didn't do it this time and I'm glad it worked out. Anyway, um, yeah, we're going to watch this and kind of get an idea of what to expect graphically from PS5, PS4 Pro, and PS4. Um, I'm sure a lot of you have seen this, but I've had people ask me, like, are they going to run well on PS4? I'm like, fuck, hopefully, dude. But this is a first-party developer for it's uh, a Sony. a Sony company. So yeah, I don't think you're going to get much shenanigans. But I thought it would be a fun uh, video to kind of uh, see... Uh, what's up with this? Especially with the concern, also that a lot of people expressed early on that because they're doing um, development for two different consoles, that the PS5 version would get held back by the limitations. And in earlier uh, generations of consoles, and we've talked about this before, uh, I can see why that was a concern. Something I would have been worried about myself. But nowadays, uh, consoles are essentially PCs in which you can turn the graphics up and down, um, so you are getting the higher end version of that game and a uh, lesser version on lower end consoles, So I don't think it would hold it back, but anyway, uh, we're going to watch this and we're going to react to it but before we do that. Um, thoughts on horizon forbidden West hype. Um, and what are you gonna play it on? Um, I mean, I'm picking it up. So uh, there's that hype.
1: I mean, I'm looking forward to, to playing it. I don't get overly hyped too often.
0: Uh, and I'm going to play on PS five. Yeah. I'm also gonna play it on PS five. I'm really excited. I saw some pictures of Aloy and she has like fucking The joke of Twitter. She she has like fuzz on her skin, which I've never seen in a game. Yeah. And some dork it's a meme now, he, but he's some I've never seen it, period. Yeah. Some <laughs> some dork. I'm just gonna leave it there. Maybe maybe he's not so bad. Uh asked why Aloy had a beard. And I'm sitting here looking at this skull like, holy fuck, that's crazy detail mm. that you can see the fuzz on her skin if you look close enough. It's not even like super apparent. And this dude's like, why she got a beard? And people are like, this dude's never been close to a girl before. <laughs> and then some, some chick on Twitter is like, we're fuzzy, dude. Like, I don't want to tell you. Um, and it was like this whole joke, but yeah, you know, I looked at it. I'm like, ha, that's funny. The guy's not running on a girl, whatever. But then like, I'm just looking at the picture. I'm like, holy shit. That's crazy. They did not have to fucking add that. I've
1: probably seen that meme about 15 times today. That's, that's
0: why I'm trying to keep it like yeah. kind of short with this. Cause I'm sure everybody's seen it, but Um, more so it's relevant to the video we're going to watch because um, they really went crazy on it. I actually saw a a side-by-side picture of the PS4 version and the PS5 version and the PS4 Pro version. It's just pictures. Um, And the PS5 version, super fucking detailed with the peach fuzz, but like on on the the face, but fucking um, on PS4, it's not there. So it's not even... It's just an added thing on fucking fucking ps5 so it's really interesting yeah so that's a little taste of what we're gonna see here um i'm very excited for this game i can't wait to play it i'm gonna try and beat it this weekend i don't know if that's gonna happen um and i'm like i said, gonna play on ps5 uh it looks from what i've seen so far incredible graphically um and yeah you ready to watch this yep all right this is horizon forbidden west ps5 versus ps4 pro versus ps4 performance review a technical marvel by IGN 321
2: and go. Aloy has returned with a murder of new enemies and a flock of old friends for a brand new adventure, squeezing the very last watts of power from the sun-setting PS4 generation whilst harmoniously kick-starting the PS5s. Have Gorilla reinvented the wheel in Forbidden West? Let's dive in and find out. <laughs>
0: Invented the wheel in what way? Or the graphics have or, been or gameplay? Ever since
2: the first glimpse of Aloy's next work, entry maybe. was first yeah. shown. Check out the complete IGN review to find out if all the hype has paid off. First things first, the most important, well not really, the numbers game. The PS4 tops out at to 1920 by 1080 but that is not the whole story, as it now appears to use checkerboarding to hit this level. The result is we can see some half-width counts and even a 900p height, although this may and is likely a breakdown in that reconstruction technique, which is almost impossible to decipher from the outside in. The very point of the techniques, to be honest. The reduction in pixel well, shading is the, the big saving here, but I'll talk about IQ huh? shortly.
3: The, pro the is really snake the was moving around. It, it was PS4, lit up in the
2: pro version. The offering the sharper and cleaner R2 as it now renders at an increased delight, 3200 uh, it was more of 3200 by 1800, a, blow, and it was not on a reduction on the, the previous 3840 by 2160 checkerboard solution from the previous mm-hmm. It's funny because the PS4 version I think looks great, oh, yeah. but it's, its fine, funny how much better the PS4 Pro version looks. The improvement over the like it's sharper and, is and the colors seem more defined. And resolves many of the issues I will cover shortly regarding the PS4 output. Finally, the big boy in the PS5 clearly uses its phenomenal power hike to offer two options. A full native 4K, yeah, which is clearly the sharpest and most visually impressive of all the modes via its 30fps resolution mode, resolving any IQ issues with a sharp and stable image that is now generally blurring the lines between offline and real-time rendering. There are still a few sharp and shimmery edges on specular highlights, but again, that's the choice of a very light TAA solution used by the team. If you want 60 FPS, though, I'm honestly just impressed, impressed with how I good the PS4 I'm version used looks, to though. After that mm. Zero Dawn backwards compatibility patch last year, then the performance mode has you covered. The cost is now reverting to a similar Pro light checkerboard Man, output, look at that. Still Fucking at frame rate. but now resolved via this temporary accumulated method. The drop in pixel clarity is very minor, but it can be seen in high-frequency areas of the screen under movement, specifically within textures, thin foliage, reflective surfaces, and post-effects such as screen space reflections. Although the doubling of the frame rates heavily mitigates this, within a minute or so, the resolution delta fades away, largely helped by the temporal increase in pixels and fill rates within the same time. The game does use a minimal TAA solution that reconstructs a single... There's a video that came out recently for Cyberpunk's
0: um, uh, ray tracing mm-hmm. and it was showing before and after and it's a huge so no difference, yeah. yeah. Huge difference. It looks e- like, key like key amazing with full ray tracing. But in the comments, the this guy's like, what system is this on? And someone's like again, PC. And he's like, oh.
2: On PS4, it can leave a shimmering... An unstable image, often with the density... I was looking. I was like, "That's not the consoles are running." Yeah, Dude, yeah. I haven't seen the game look like that. that. Lower base Ray tracing ones and shading, as mentioned, and the fuller minutiae. they like the reflections were like incredible, incredible in, the, in the video striped, the yeah. but unstable IQ at times, even on a 1080p screen. In reality, though, look at the, the sharpness of the plants, are mm. minor compared to the additions. Volumetrics are much better, more stable, and also receive projected shadows from characters post effects more abundant with much better quality screen space reflections, although these seem I mean, to honestly, be the biggest thing I'm noticing the, Q-maps, 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 that are missing are the the are the biggest, though, is the lighting effects are just absolutely not comparable. <laughs> in mm. flora and, fauna. Um, the and then, yeah, the world now is much, much it's It's weird,
0: too, because with the lower here, though, frame rate and the slightly blurrier, well, slightly, the but, the PS4, you, know, you know, the blurrier graphics, the less textured graphics, the PS4 versions look like a video game, and the PS5 looks like CGI. And I think it's because the frame rate and even How crisp it is, it looks like pre-rendered almost, but the frame rate makes it look like it was runs, pre-rendered. Yeah. Like it's it's meant to play at a certain speed. It looks like you're watching a cinematic. Whereas the PS4 is like, oh yeah, that's the P- that's a PS4 game. Yeah. It's really weird.
2: All of this brings it more in line with the high settings on PC and is a testament to both the benefit of that GPU resource. Oh, this game's got gyro aiming and the sheer technology of Gorilla a team that has long since been at the Someone of game posted a
0: video showing how he aims doing that. The pro resolves really most responsive. of the
2: IQ offense crimes you may have whilst enhancing all of the rich, flamboyant, and almost dreamlike world that has been crafted here the substantial uplifting resolution on the pro really helps the image quality as him, the enhancements to if, pl- if you if you are only playing this on ps4 on LOD, which is i think they
0: around. did you a solid with this man like but this the PS5 still just looks great all
2: of this up across the visual menu sharper it's just more a detailed great. textures definite image difference quality, faster frame when range, you hop denser generations. Folder, more effects and detail with yeah. higher polygonal objects further lod which you can see here is significantly improved Everything looks a lot denser and fuller, and therefore it reduces that popping as you're walking through the world. I don't world. know who this guy is, but he's the only guy I've heard from IGN I sound like he knows what he's space talking ambient about. Occlusion and screen space shadows, which the title uses. But overall, it's much better on the PS5, as are shadows themselves, sporting a much better soft feather penumbra shadow and a further cascade shadow map. All of these visual settings are identical between resolution and performance mode, with the only difference being the fact that one runs at 60 and has a slightly lower resolution.
0: I think it's funny that resolution mode is a novelty. Yeah it's just like this is what the game can look like but yeah. you're going to play it on performance mode a
2: welcome addition to the ps5 I mean, people is that hero lighting, who which aren't now necessarily uh, and which it doesn't run on the ps4 and the pro it def- both the, the term gamers the and the material would and it blurs the, that line much closer uh, between the real-time mode. cinematics and in the any, know, it makes a significantly in more quality certainly moving the character from so, that gamey look you see on ps4 and pro this much I don't know.
0: Look on for I think it when Sarah was playing Ratchet and Clank, she was Alois playing it in the,
2: areas, which doesn't affect other the highest but generally, graphic oh, really? mode. I think she wants. It could be is a misremembering, but, at heart. but the game's they have like fantastic. Areas. Oh yeah, it looks it good on both, but the, the resolution mode, like. With. It's really PS5
0: good looking with the, the ray tracing and shit. Yeah. That game also has a fucking performance ray tracing mode though, is. which yeah. is really cool. I think that's what I played it on. That's what I played it on too. Obviously,
3: I don't know why you'd play it on amount. performance mode on if you can title, play it with ray tracing, 60 frames the next per second. area is
0: Maybe if you're trying the to get more than 60 frames, I don't know.
2: 1.03, which might even be newer by the time the game launches, it's equally if not better than Zero Dawn. Some minor skips and dips happen from the opening three hours of the title, but That's overall, it's pretty mild. With such a large game with so many dynamic areas, though, it may have some worse areas, but from my playthrough, I was more than impressed in both the quality and fidelity of the PS4 version.
1: One frame the one Pro is largely the same story, but totally it can acceptable. present some minor mm-hmm.
2: skips and stutters into 16, 33, and even 66 milliseconds. These are though, from these tested heavier sections, very brief and imperceptible to almost all players. The root cause here is not easy to pick up. It is obviously related to things like GPU, dense alpha overdraw, and particle effects, but it could even be memory allocation issues which is causing these mulls. This like good game, In general visually. play, though, I never really felt anything bad at all. Aside one element of the gameplay, which I won't touch on here for spoilers, that can have some small performance hiccups. But overall, the Pro version is impressive as well.
0: Super impressive.
2: PS5 dual modes offer obviously two options and the 60 FPS and 30 FPS both do 60, a good job in delivering on that target. Again, picking some of the most stressful sections I could find in the opening few hours that are not full of spoilers. It holds 30 FPS pretty much as good as the PS4 Pro does with all the enhancements I mentioned. It can generally skip again into that 50 millisecond and 16 millisecond spikes up and down and it can drop as low as the high... It's funny because I think the colors and sections, stuff like the definition way, of the fire smooth as silk in that on the mode. resolution and mode just FPS looks like never stutters and as visually so aside, better but the motion in 60 frames looks travel, more realistic
0: the way the fire's moving outside of so this though so the weird.
2: 60fps mode is the one you would most likely choose because the yeah. deficit to the resolution although obvious when you flick over very quickly becomes not an issue and aside from heavy stressful battle sections it generally holds 60fps to never feel anything but smooth and responsive so lush. certainly the one that I would recommend so with all these highs, there is one area that is slightly disappointing, loading. Still very fast at half the time of the Pro, but don't expect rapid single-digit loading times, and respawns can take a few seconds. Still impressive, considering the size and scale of the game. Forbidden West had a huge level That's of expectation level at it. Yeah. and Gorilla have not let anyone down, least of all PS4 owners. And if you like these deep dives into game technology and performance, then keep it IGN, and we'll see you on the next one. I think it's awesome still
1: faster than Master Hunter worlds load times.
0: Oh, fucking probably, dude. <laughs> it's, it's, it's amazing that they prioritized making sure it ran so well on PS4. Um, I'm. It's, it's kind of cool to think that that a big title like this is still coming out on last generation's console in a way that's this, this good. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like a brand, like, it's not like it is a brand new game, but like, I'm just glad that it didn't get forgotten. Like yeah. I know some people, like I mentioned earlier, kind of were upset that this isn't like a full fledged next gen game. If that's an argument nowadays, but, uh, is it not, but they, but they, uh, <laughs> but they were able to achieve, uh performance on both um while obviously really boosting visuals on the ps5 the way it should be um but um it's it's honest like they said in the title a technical marvel it's kind of amazing to see this game running so well and everything and having such a big difference graphically um but then again i i'm a pc player so i just see that they turn the the graphics up and down on it so right uh anyway what did you uh what you think um
1: i'm i mean honestly my takeaway is is mostly going to be for the ps4 version because i already knew what the ps5 version looked Mm -hmm. like that's what
0: we've been seeing yeah um
1: and yeah i'm i'm if anything i'm just happy for people who have a playstation you're getting the game with almost no downsides. Mm-hmm. So um, I think that's
0: great. I, Especially in a time where it's still hard to get a PS5 yes. for certain people. Like so well, um, they boosted production of PS4s because of it. So. Yeah. Um, you're still going to be able to... You're not going to have to sit around waiting to be able to play this game while people spoil it for you. Um, you're going to be able to play it alongside everybody else. Like it's uh, it's win-win.
1: Yeah. And, um, <clears throat> you know, I, I guess... I'm not like super surprised because Gorilla is a, a company of Sony, so they're gonna have the the absolute know how on how to get the most out of the PS4 anyways. Yeah. Same as you know, when a God of War comes out if they have a version of both, which I don't think they're doing, but if they did, mm. the PS4 version I know would run fine. The, the that team makes Sony games, like so they know that hardware.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, versus like someone who makes a game for everybody they're trying to make a game for multiple hardware it makes it more complicated so
0: well i think it's nice about uh being a first party developer for sony as well is like uh they have a tight uh communication with mark cerny who is the engineer one of the engineers leading engineer of these consoles yeah so if you have like you know technical stuff you need to know about you have the dude who worked on it yeah to to help you out on that so i mean that's uh yeah, your support line is is just
1: the best it's going to get so 100
0: yeah, percent. i um, think that's why they're able to work this out so well yeah versus like to help
1: bring up the example cyberpunk um uh, that was a game made for a lot of platforms and so
0: originally intended for one a long time ago and then eventually on accident i, I say accident loosely uh made into a next-gen game, yeah. and then retroactively tried to work yeah. on older consoles that was originally intended for uh, by a company that had never made that kind of game before um, and released on everything.
1: On a lot of different types of hardware. Yeah. PC alone is a lot of different types of hardware. So. Oh, yeah.
0: So, yeah. I think yeah. people people really
1: don't think about that. Yeah. Um, I mean, a prime example is... I, i've brought it multiple times in channel, but like i can't play new world it melts my graphics card no. versus it, that's a pretty small percentage of people most people can play the game just fine
0: it's like if you so, release like an app on iphone versus android yeah like iphone th- they all work the same so you got one thing to work towards uh outside of you know limitations of the performance of it but they're all gonna have the same infrastructure whereas like yeah. android everyone's making some kind of android phone
1: yeah, pick pick your suites or whatever name each version has. Mm-hmm. Like, they all run on different ones, and they all have different performances. And yeah, stuff, even so.
0: even with my Z Fold, some apps are like, this might not work with your phone very well. Yeah, and it does, but it's not. It doesn't have like functionality of the full sure. screen and shit. Yeah, and
1: that that just comes down to many different people making something versus, you know, in this case, one person yeah. making something for the company they work for
0: exactly yeah yeah
1: but yeah i mean it it looks cool i mean i was already gonna pick it up anyways one of those games that didn't need to be sold to me so yeah
0: yeah i'm kind of kind of i've had people like talk to me about this game like i'm kind of done talking about the game i'm just ready (laughs) to play it like i don't want to know anything about it yeah everyone already knows my opinion on it and i probably know your opinion even if you haven't told me um so yeah but this probably being the last time we talk about this game before we actually play it. Um, mostly, kind of want to check in because you know there's been some games that have had some performance issues on different things, and I thought it'd be kind of interesting to see where this game stands. And uh, it seems like you're in safe hands with uh, with Guerrilla. Um, what we're seeing here is really showing that uh, they made this game work on everything, and they made it work to its best ability and its best visual uh, fidelity to what you're going to be playing it on. Um, it looks, uh, it looks good on PS4. looks like it plays just fine on PS4. It looks pretty impressive on PS4, for pro. There's actually quite a bit of a difference between the two. And then we've all seen the PS5 version and it looks fucking amazing. Um, so yeah, I'm really stoked that, uh, that they, they just guaranteed really made a game that, uh, is going to be accessible to anybody who's on a Sony console. Yeah. Um, Regrettably, obviously, if you're not on a Sony console, you're gonna just have, you're gonna have to wait until they release this later on PC, apparently. But, um, but yeah, if you are, you're gonna be able to play on anything, and that's really cool. Um, especially with the amount of doubt out in there out there nowadays with with games and stuff like that. Um, I'm glad somebody could uh, deep dive and show um, everybody that it can be done. Essentially, yeah. Um, though they do have the advantage, like we went over that uh, it's a first party company. And they got uh, resources that other people might not have, but um, but yeah, this doesn't really drive hype for me in any way. I'm about as hyped as you could be, and uh, yeah, just really stoked. And uh, I, I like tech, so it's interesting to see, uh, you know what what shortcomings, uh, not shortcomings, what uh, what things they limited to make it run on the PS4. It's interesting to see the uh, comparisons of graphics, the soft shadows as we're seeing on the right right here, and the more harder shadows on the left, um, a lot easier to render and stuff like that. So it's always really interesting to watch. And the frame rate was really interesting to watch as well because even though it did have a couple dips, uh, those are really brief and not really something you're going to see too much while you're playing. So it wasn't like full on lag. And yeah. it's reassuring to see the 60 frames per second on, on PS5 because that's how I'm going to want to play it. But yeah looking great and uh looks like it's gonna play good on everything and look look good on everything so that is awesome anything else you want to say on this all right let us know in the comments what do you guys think about uh the comparison between the ps5 ps4 pro and ps4 uh which i mean which one are you gonna play it on i was gonna say which one do you think it looks best but that's a dumb question what are you gonna play it on what do you what do you plan on playing it on are you gonna play it on the pro play on the ps4 play it on the ps5 um And what do you think about what we saw here? Does it look good to you? Does it look like it could be better looking? Are you not impressed? Um, What do you think about those frame rates? And yeah, are you excited to finally play Horizon Forbidden West? Let me know everything you're thinking about in the comments below. All right. So as you guys probably know already, uh, Cyberpunk has got a big update, update 1.5, that has come out as of right now. And it has a lot of stuff it's offering. Um, Some people are even jokingly saying that uh, Cyberpunk has officially left Early Access with this patch. Um, Which I think uh, as a joke is is a fair and funny joke. Um, We both played on PC, so we we didn't suffer through the real issues that some people... I mean, in contrast to the last game we just looked at, uh, there's some real issues... With the variables of consoles. The older the hardware get, yeah, got, for sure. The game yeah. was straight up broken on the original PS4. Mm-hmm. Um, and so anyway. This update is supposed to address a lot of that. It's also supposed to bring. Uh, the actual uh, next gen upgrade. Um, where the game will not be the PS4 version. On your PS5. Or the Series S. Or Xbox One version. On your uh, Series S- Series X. I'm just getting confused with the names. Um <laughs> uh but it will actually be uh one that is made for the new age consoles so uh it's very exciting it's also adding new content apartments stuff like that uh, you guys i'm sure have heard the details but we found a video we're not going to watch the full presentation there's a hour-long presentation i think it's like an hour and a half uh, long presentation called red stream uh, by city project red where they go over every single detail and they do their typical uh stream talk and it if you guys want us to watch that, uh, I'd be open to doing that as a TLG reacts, but for TasteCast, cast seemed like a lot of time to devote to one video. So, uh, this is a video via somebody named juice head who has like 600,000 subs. So they're uh, known to somebody. Um, and this is their breakdown of cyberpunk 2077. Uh, and it's called, uh, just got a 60 gigabyte new update, uh, in it. He details what they added and, um, yeah, we're going to watch it. And, uh, get filled in i already know quite a bit about it but uh maybe i'll have some stuff to tell me that i don't know about and uh yeah we will talk about what they've done to this game before we do that um real quickly uh what's your thoughts on cyberpunk what do you think about them uh still working on the game to try and correct the wrongs of the past and um you yeah, know overall thoughts
1: <sighs> um i mean i enjoy the game um uh- it's not quite as much as like, you know, I had originally wanted it to be, but I still wasn't, I don't say, I wouldn't say I was disappointed with it. Yeah. Um, but again, uh, kind of similar to when we were just talking about horizon, I, I don't tend to get super hyped about things anyway. So I, I tried to keep myself pretty tempered. Um, that being said, um, I did have fun with it. Uh, it definitely uh, was obvious. There was stuff cut out of it when playing it. Um, and you could see, you know like with doors that you could interact with but they literally will just never open um, that mm-hmm. was obviously planned to be something uh and then npcs though improved when we played last um still kind of did some really dumb stuff every once in a while but those are things that don't really bother me that all well, that much to be honest so uh, but yeah i had a fun time with it uh I, as far as like them still working on it i mean honestly in my opinion they could work on it for as long as they want and keep adding stuff to it i that honestly just makes it a bigger the and No bigger. Man's
0: Sky wrote. Well, and
1: eventually like, you know, how much stuff could they let you do in the game? Like mm-hmm. um I don't see that as a bad thing at all. Um do I want that to be the standard in gaming? Hell no. I don't want every game to be a fucking comeback story. Um, I want games to work when they come out.
0: I want <laughs> I want every game that needs to be a comeback to make a comeback. I wanna celebrate that, but I agree. I don't want That shouldn't be I the standard. Don't want yeah. that to be the release cycle of games. Yeah, for sure. I don't want games to be Battlefield 2042 and then I'm like, where's the other half of the game? Yeah. Why'd you release it? Yeah. So And then hope they're gonna fucking have a comeback. Like I want them to, yeah. but I I don't want this situation. Yeah, agreed. Um So anyway.
1: But other than that, I mean I'm I'm more than willing to, to revisit a game. Um, I only have like a hard grudge towards a handful of things in the gaming industry. So, uh, but they were just blatantly and for years awful to their community. So,
0: yeah. Yeah. I liked uh, Cyberpunk 2077. I actually loved it. I thought it was really good. Um, had some shortcomings for sure. That was definitely due to um, uh, a shaky production and some bad decisions made by uh, management. Uh, we all know the story. Um, but underneath uh, all the rough stuff, I think there was a very passionately made and dedicated game that uh, is an experience that you still really can't have anywhere else. Um, and so, you know, I played it, I beat it, I liked it a lot. Um, it was it was a blast. Um, first time I played it, had a lot of things wrong with it, uh, not nearly as much as the people on console. But I was noticing weird shit like every five minutes. Um, last time I played it. It was a buggy experience, but it was it was much better. So um, a new update uh, to address, mostly bringing it to next-gen consoles, which I think needed to happen, and optimizing it for older consoles. I did read that they worked on um, making it run better on older consoles, which is absolutely needed and should be the priority. People are like, where's the new content? No, 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 no. They, they got to make the game work correctly yeah. to the people they sold it to. They have to write that wrong. They have to. That's the, that's the biggest thing. But, um, but yeah, uh, with the fixes that they put in there, I, I hear they, they worked on the AI, which is my biggest complaint of cyberpunk is the AI. And it's not even like it wasn't even a deal breaker for me. It was just the biggest thing that was like, and eh, that could be better. Yeah. I, I, if that was even a little better would make the game so much better, well, apparently they worked on it and that has not really excited and that affects me over on PC so this makes me want to uh re download the game and check it out. Um but yeah, I'm really, really happy with them uh continuing to support the game. Um they gotta right the wrongs, man. Like a lot of us were very satisfied with the game. Um, but there's a lot of people who um, you know, got the raw end of the deal. They didn't they didn't they didn't uh they didn't get what they were hoping for. Um And a lot of that was justified with how broken it was for certain things. So, uh, yeah, I'm glad that she'll work on it. I'm glad this is a substantial chunk of uh, update. Um, It's apparently a 60 gig patch. So that's really fucking crazy. And uh, I'm really excited to find out uh, all the details on it. But, uh, yeah, has me curious. Yeah. Anything else you want to say before we watch this? nope all right let's jump into it this is uh again if you want to go check out this dude if you like what he says here this is juice head he needs the subs he has six hundred thousand of them already he needs more so go go check him out um and cyberpunk 2077 just got a 60 gigabyte new update in three two one and go
3: so it's finally time cyberpunk 2077's patch 1.5 is finally here and like here here you can actually download the update right now on all systems for next-gen consoles it seems like it's going to be a little over 60 gigabytes in size and for pc it's going to be about 40 gigabytes in size so basically you're downloading an entire new game here and actually for ps5 users you are quite literally downloading a new game this will not be an update to your previous copy of cyberpunk but rather a separate download that you're going to have to manually start by going into your library it's still Free. You don't have to buy anything, but just note, if you're on PS5, don't just hope this will happen for you. You have to do some stuff here. And in this video, what I'm gonna do is explain to you what's different on a high level, the overview of what you can expect and what you should go try out. I'm gonna have an in-depth video after spending a ton of time in this update and actually getting to the nitty gritty. There's actually a ton of secrets in this update, but also as we'll talk about in this video, there's some surprising changes and changes that won't benefit everyone. So depending on which copy of the game you have, you'll actually have some variances here, which is gonna be pretty interesting and pretty important, as well as, again, there's a ton of secrets and some things not even mentioned during their live stream that are only found in the patch notes, which, Damn. let's be honest, you probably Damn. don't feel wow. like reading all of this. <laughs> so <laughs> so okay, I things off. This patch basically off. has a fucking three gnarly different punch. Parts, and not all platforms are getting all of the parts, so pay attention here. If you are on a next-gen system, the PS5 or Xbox Series S slash X, you'll get almost everything. Xbox Series S users technically get gypped on one part, But the three new things are the new patch 1.5 itself, the next-gen upgrade, so the game will now run natively on those consoles and has a variety of visual and other improvements and four new DLCs. If you're on next-gen, you'll basically get all of this new content. If you're on PC, you'll just get the update as well as the four new DLCs. You don't actually get the next-gen version, obviously. And naturally, the last-gen consoles get the short end of the stick here in more ways than one, though. Obviously, they're not getting the next-gen upgrade, but they are getting all of the new DLCs, although they are only getting parts of patch. 1.5. It's not totally clear how much was cut out here. CDPR put up this graph where it basically describes how improved crowd reactions are not coming to the last gen of console. So if you play on Xbox One or PS4, you're not getting some of the AI updates. They just listed improved crowd reactions. That's incredibly vague. There's a ton of updates and changes around AI and even several around the crowds and NPC behavior around you. So maybe it really is just this one specific thing, but I have a feeling that may be disappointing too and but i'm glad they're being the like transparent as fuck now not had they released like the 30 minutes consoles, of like trend gameplay likely to continue in a way because that's one thing people complained about is, is they didn't see enough gameplay before it came out because they felt like they got jipped hardware During their live stream your, earlier right? today they actually it's mentioned some of the memory I'm streaming issues yeah there's a trial but it's only next gen so with the next gen update on a surface level this is really big but your safe file 2077 just runs natively on your next gen system if you have an xbox series x or s or if you have a ps5 The game is now actually running on that system. Where before what was happening was, if you're on a PS5, let's say, you were using backwards compatibility to play the PS4 version. Which means that there's just going to be a ton of upgrades and changes because you are now fully taking advantage of your system's hardware. It'll now be closer to the PC version with better crowds, better visuals, and a bunch of other background improvements. Although more explicitly, the game now has two new settings, a performance mode and a visual mode on the Hmm. Xbox Series X and PS5. You can choose performance and you'll get the overall upgrades as well as 60 FPS. Or if you choose the visual mode, you'll actually get ray tracing. The background footage you're seeing is all performance mode gameplay. So that's why you'll notice not as visual of an upgrade, but better FPS. Unfortunately, Xbox Series S users actually get gypped here as you just have a 30 FPS mode with dynamic resolution scaling. You get the other benefits of the update overall as well as the DLCs, but you're not getting 60 FPS and you are not getting any ray tracing. PS5 also has some pretty notable exclusives like adaptive trigger support. The controller speaker is now actually going to be used like for phone calls, as well as haptics during romance and other scenes, but literally oh during romance scenes in Cyberpunk, if you're on a PS5, your controller will vibrate in certain ways. This is actually the dev that added in. He seems very happy about this, but also as I know some what mentioned that before, means. there's some drawbacks to the PS5 to version, the bumps. not only upgrades. Whew. You also have to download a new version of the game. And sadly, since you are not updating the old version and downloading a new version, this means that you're going to have to not only transfer over your saves manually, but also your trophies or achievements won't actually carry over. So if you platinum Cyberpunk on the PS4 version and are now playing on PS5, you don't have any trophies anymore. You have to I redo all of that. True. And although the next-gen update isn't coming That would be server-side anyway. If you already got the trophies, it has nothing to do with your save. There's now, which is pretty handy, The sure well save Fidelity FX Super Resolution up, support was added. So active. you are trying to use... Yeah, I would assume it would have to connect to the PSN server to tell that you got those trophies. Yes, and is definitely worth testing out. The four new DLCs added are pretty interesting. These are totally free and will be downloaded to the game with this update, but you have to activate them yourself. Character editing is finally here. You can edit your appearance in the mirror of your apartment is the full-on character editor like you get at the beginning of the game largely, and that's the Hmm. core of this new DLC. This update overall also adds in a bunch of additional ways to edit your character. You'd have red lipstick now, you can make some other modifications that you couldn't previously as well as new options in some of the old categories. There are new poses in photo mode. Some of these are just for you, V. Some of these are for Johnny when you're doing that Johnny flashback scene. So when you're actually playing as him and you go into photo mode, you could do specific poses for him. What's new at Wilson's Mm. is a pretty interesting one. It'll actually overhaul and give a bit of a visual upgrade to Wilson's next to your apartment, but also it would actually add two new weapons to the game. A new AR with the Umbra, as well as the Guillotine, which is a SMG. They look cool, but they're really just two new typical power weapons. They're going to pop up specifically at Wilson's all the time, but also will be distributed throughout the world. So you'll find other places where place it's just consistently here. Horrible month. Fact- That was another thing I saw, somebody was like, they had to release another another fucking game in February. Interesting category of weapons in Cyberpunk. There's probably more coming. Based off past leaks, there's actually weapon packs for all of the weapon categories. So hopefully more on the horizon. And this also brings four new scopes into the game, as well as 10 new muzzle attachments. And the biggest DLC by far is apartments. This will make it so you can not only actually customize the visuals of V's apartment, that being the traditional one, for 10,000 eddies. And you have six different options to choose from, each of these being 10,000. Although naturally you could only apply one at a time and you could do this via V's in apartment computer or alternatively using V's in apartment computer or by just going to these new locations, you could actually buy four new apartments and you could buy all four for a total of five apartments for you personally. These are all in different districts. They are different price points and with a vastly different themes. Seems like they're majorly focused around some of the various things of that district and kind of going to align with how you role play in this game, like a corporal apartment and interior wise, these are very, very different but let's transition to the most important section here and that is what is actually going on with this major new update patch 1.5 in its entirety your apartment will actually now have new interactions and reasons to actually go there outside of just customizing it like sleeping will actually give you plus 20 percent experience gain for your skills for an hour hmm. as well as taking a shower will allow you to regen health during combat for an hour ai got a bunch of improvements, that's interesting smarter and is, more reactive yeah. partially with combat ai it seems like they now have two some degree more tools in their arsenal they'll notice when you're flanking them they're going to rely on cover more they will dodge Good. block and reload better and smarter Good. than before and overall they'll be a larger threat to you but these behaviors will also vary from faction to faction the animals for example may be more reckless and aggressive compared to other factors remember I first play days this is before back. the last the time i played it with the updates
0: um melee AI enemies AI. would just like i was inside of a and store die, and the enemies kept walking damage, past they the, they the door like Right, they couldn't cars figure out how to get no in the door. So, I would just shoot them as they away, walked by.
3: As well uh, as you actually point guns into crowds, sometimes certain NPCs will actually react and fire back at you or react in general. Once combat starts, those random NPCs and cars will actually do things now. They can go into this almost rage or panic mode where they'll actually just start driving erratically. They might run over other pedestrians, smash yeah, into other cars, or even jump off the You need side some kind of reaction because you. if you're sitting there shooting, everyone's just kind of like look around like, Whoa, Whoa what's
0: happening? It kind of takes you out out of the situation where like holy so, yeah, shit they nah like man they're just used
3: to it yeah maybe the future's <laughs> <is> so <laughs> fucked they're like ah oh, fuck science another science one dude <laughs> <laughs> eat, 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 whatever, whatever dude the world sucks so bad really I don't care what touches, happens as well as a ton of new mechanics around this you do burnouts donuts and even drifting to some degree as well as motorcycles have neon rims the perk tree is completely overhauled are so you actually got all Those of rooms your are very perk cool. points refunded to you so if you play an existing character you'll notice all of your perks refunded as well as a ton of new and completely changed perks this also applies to clothing items Mods Mods got completely reworked with clothing, and all of them are going to be removed from your existing clothing, so you have to redistribute them. As hmm. well as certain clothing mods will actually only be applicable to certain pieces of clothing going forward. An example evasion is kind of removed from this game and is now completely different in two separate stats. You can now is cancel the reveal position hack if you have a certain type of cyberware, or by damaging doing sure. this, enemy NPCs. I would can assume, just on the, the comments, <laughs> camo. you cannot use cyber psychosis on cyber psychos anymore. You can actually text some of your romance partners, and there's some additional interactions at those romance partners' apartments, like sleeping with them. You can reject phone calls from people you don't want, and you can actually make it so certain people around certain gigs will never call you. Fixers now Hmm. have a reputation system and a set amount of jobs available at one time. Not everything available right off the bat. The more jobs you do for them, the more rep you gain, the more jobs you unlock. And at the end, if you complete every job, you actually unlock a special item from that fixer. Weather is going to vary more often and more consistently now. less loot in the world, there'll be less loot lying around, as well as they're actually dropping support for the NVIDIA 700 series of GPUs and Windows 7. The Windows 7 support drops on June 15th. And that's really just some of the big stuff. There's actually a lot more. There's some stuff we've seen in the gameplay I that I want to have Windows 7 on my as second PC and fucking as well as I tried of to play Lost Ark on there I, like, so I was like, this doesn't have something that we need. I was like, Yeah, console. So yeah so it was something else though. It was like a specific file on but it probably gen, had to do with only that only on for PC sure. We next gen as well as secret bug fixes. They mention how the bug fixes in the patch notes are not comprehensive. So even if few bug this fixes This all just sounds like than they did compared to that epic one content that
0: I feel like should have been reality. in the game, It'll take and I'm glad it's here. Yeah. We'll but it's just interesting. So I'm like,
3: all oh, those things are cool, man. That would have been dope if I was in the game already. Yeah. How good but it actually is coming until you know, then. A game getting better. better. You're not gonna complain for free, about. For five hours, if you want to. Well, hopefully, you found this informative. Hopefully, it gives you a nice overview of what is actually new, what is actually added. And what that trial is fucking huge because there's people who. Thank you all again for watching, and I hope to see you all later
0: who uh, either you know felt burned by the game or fucking didn't play because they heard all the hype, negative hype, negative uh, feedback. A um, bunch of people out there who might not feel inclined still to like pick this game up again um, or pick it up at all for the first time. And so uh, offering people even a five-hour trial that you can transfer your save over is a really good gesture, in my opinion. Mm. But also, they made their money on this game already. Oh, yeah. So... You. They don't need to to like you know. Hopefully they buy it. Hopefully they buy it. There's already like crazy sales in this game a while back, but um, I think it's a good good faith effort to be like, look, like you want to check the game out, check it out, and then if you like where you're at in the game in five hours, and you want to keep playing it, then you can buy it. Um, I think it's a good good uh, good step in the right direction. Um, so what we think.
1: I uh, I mean obviously the 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 quality of life to like you know ai and stuff like that um is welcome that's especially for more people who who do tend to prefer open world um games to be like kind of a live-in feel Mm -hmm. um for me more so more of the system stuff was interesting like the the fixers having like a set amount of quests and then there is a guaranteed reward after doing all those that's really attractive actually to me um it does also give more reason to like do that side content um i also really like the um the fact that you can buy different apartments and stuff like that Mm -hmm. Um, because i the one thing i thought was always weird is you and and having reasons to be there because like i always thought it was weird like uh in a lot of the early footage there was not any vocal uh, emphasis on it, but a lot of visual emphasis on on your apartment mm-hmm. but then um it was very like underutilized
0: well you just gotta like start there and then you never go back to it unless you want to do
1: some rp stuff but you're not playing with people so it'd yeah be purely for yourself
0: i'm I'm saying my experience i never went back to my apartment unless i had to yeah there's no reason to. um
1: versus now you want you know you're getting ready to do a hard mission you can go well, I want hit point regeneration, so I'm going to go back to my mm-hmm. apartment, take a shower real quick. Um, it's just a neat way to handle, like I guess, buffs and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that and uh, being able to like text the uh, your contacts and stuff like that. Uh, be able to disable calling because one thing that drives me nuts in every open world game, period, is constantly being like, "Hey, I got a mission for you," and then a five minutes later, same person, "Hey, I got a mission for you." Shut up, man! Like mm-hmm. I know.
0: <laughs> yeah you do get called a lot in this game and i think it's yeah. kind of funny after the lessons that you would assume the industry should have learned from uh grand theft Auto of four uh seemed like project red didn't play that game or something yeah. because the amount of times i was getting called in cyberpunk i was like dude shut the fuck up yeah. man so i get, get it that is good yeah. yeah for sure um
1: yeah and just overall um it's it's just you know good to see i hope they continue to add stuff to the game um i never did beat it so it'd be nice to to actually revisit at some point mm-hmm. um it's not a priority just like i, I keep telling myself i'm go back to play no man's sky and sometimes i do um, i just never commit any time to it so I, I need to just like do that at some point for both games
0: <laughs> yeah for sure uh, um anything else overall I, I'm really happy with everything I heard here just now it's a step in the right direction and it sounds like a really solid step. Um, yeah I don't know, I don't know if they have intentions of like continuing to uh, push this even further but um, I hope they do. Um, first off when it comes to um, uh, having it run natively, for um, Xbox Series and and PS5. That's really cool because you got these consoles and you're playing the older versions of this game and, uh, you know, that's not not that great. So I'm glad uh, they've essentially given you something closer to the PC experience with the PS5. They've given you uh, the haptic feedback so it feels like you're playing like a PS5 game. They even got creative with it, so I'm glad to see in the production of this game or the development of this game, they're not worrying as much about um, "Holy shit, we gotta fucking fix this game," which I'm sure they were, but they're also thinking about like, "Well, let's let's do what other devs get to do and like get to think creatively about what you can do with the PS5 controller." Um, so I'm glad they're at that point where they can start, you know, having fun with uh, stuff like that. Um, <coughs> oh, sorry. The added content uh is awesome. It's all small things here and there, but it's enough to make me intrigued. That they added new weapons, new scopes, uh, new um barrel attachments, yeah. um, is really fucking cool. Um again, the AI thing, I wanna start this game up just to check it out. Uh, because that was my biggest complaint about the game, personally, is I thought the AI was robotic and uh you know, in a world that looks so cool to me, um, the NPCs were so vacant, especially just ones walking around. Like it just looked like um, a backdrop. It didn't seem like I was with people in the in the city. Um, and then in combat, it seemed kind of like they didn't get what was happening. So I'm glad they're addressing that. Um, the apartments is cool. I'm not super excited about it. I'm more excited about that they give you reasons to be in the apartment. Um, but I'm not complaining either. I'm glad they added four new apartments. I'm glad you have something, another thing to work towards in a game where you can buy cars. You should be able to buy apartments. Um, and uh, I'm glad they're all different themed. But I'm really excited that they that they have some role playing elements to sleeping and taking showers. Um, hopefully there's some more stuff going on there as well. But that's that's awesome. Actually, uh, you know, if you're nearby your house, I should probably stop by and. Get those fucking buffs real quick. Um, it's really cool. I'm very, very, very curious, very curious about what they did with the perk system. Um, I liked the perk system, but some of the perks felt kind of weak, and that they've added new ones and retooled other ones um, and gave you perk points back. Uh, mods. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna get to that, but the is awesome. I, uh, I'm, I'm really stoked about that. And then I think the mod system felt kind of weak, so. I'm glad they did something with that. I'm really curious about that as well. Um, you know, both these systems worked, but uh, they weren't that great. And so um, perk system was fine, but it had some weaknesses. Mod system, not that great. Um, so I am really excited to see what they've done with that. Um, there was another thing, too. I forgot what it was. That thought it sounded really cool, but... Oh, no, this sounds really really awesome. I'm mostly excited for people on the consoles. It does sound like on the PS4, um, you're not getting that much more, but it does seem like you're getting some performance uh, improvements. Um, One of the videos I watched on Twitter was showing a difference between the old version and the newer version, and the lighting looked better, um, which is cool. I know they've made improvements to um, like crowd density and stuff like that. Um, That was something that was a big problem on PS4, I guess, but, I mean, I, I never saw it, and I didn't play it on there. Though I do have a PS4 copy on here somewhere. I should fucking throw in there. I'm also glad that the upgrade's free. It should be, but I'm glad it is. Um, it's interesting that you're essentially downloading a brand new copy, though, of the PS5 version and the Xbox Series version because, essentially, it is. You didn't have that version. You had the the PS4. You're emulating the PS4 version. So, And, uh, yeah, overall, everything sounds really cool. It's, and they've added uh, you know more interactive stuff like... Uh, Being able to visit uh, people you have like romantic stuff going on with um, to do shit with Uh, you know, for anyone who's trying to RP uh, that world um, that's immersion. Um, I'm most excited about the AI thing though. Like I'm just glad they did something with that. That was like the biggest thing I was disappointed with. Um, Yeah. All in all, very cool. I'm really happy to see this. And I, I, We'll have more say on it once I've actually played it because um, I think this is enough of a chunk to get me to return to the game because you know, I was playing it. I was liking it. I loved it when I played it. But when I beat it, I was like, eh, you know, I'm done now. And I, I'll come back later, maybe. Um But now I'm like, mm, that's they you changed the game in some ways. Mm. Especially when we start fucking with the perk system and mods. I'm like, okay, so the game's going to be different now. To a certain extent. I don't know how much, but, you know. It's going to have something also fucking love um, that they added small things like be able to peel out, which you should have been able to do that in the first place or, you know, do donuts. But also like the um, the neon lighting, the rims, the rims. Yeah. <clears throat> um, very cool looking, very cyberpunk looking. So, um, yeah, all very cool looking. Very, very excited. to Check this out. Anything else you want to say? Mm -mm. All right. Well, uh, let us know in the comments what you guys think about the update. Have you guys had a chance to check it out? Is this enough of a reason for you to either return or experience the game for the first time possibly? Are you going to give it a go if you didn't give it a go? Or maybe you bought it and refunded it early on. Are you going to return to it? What's the features that that have you most excited? And uh, what would you like to see them add still? Maybe there's something that they're missing um, that you'd like to see. Uh, put into Cyberpunk Uh, let me know everything you think about in the comments below and uh, yeah it's time again where we uh, revisit prior episodes and read your comments if you want your comment read for sure type in hashtag STLG on your comment it makes it easier for us to find these comments and also makes us prioritize them otherwise I pick at random we had a couple comments on multiple videos but I have two of them because they're bigger so I'm going to do those ones this time around and those were on uh, my the problem with NFTs in gaming and how to navigate expectations of AAA in 2022, a sleepy boy rant. I was very tired when I was complaining about this with uh, Ryder um, in a stream. And I decided to share it because I felt like it was relevant to all the NFT talk that's been happening. It's something that I've been talking about a lot on the channel. And, uh, yeah, I put it out there. And a couple of you had some stuff to say. Um. Before I read these though, um, and we've talked before, but briefly, uh, what, what's your thoughts on um, uh, NFTs and gaming specifically, not just NFTs?
1: I mean, I'll, I'll just be specific with NFTs. Fuck them. Get them out of here.
0: All right. I mean, that's fair. I don't. I can't. I don't really have to dive in too deep on that because uh, it's pretty blunt. So, all right. I pretty much feel the same. I'm a little curious about some things you could do with them later on, but yeah, as of right now, it's it's not the right time to be trying to implement this, especially in this I didn't mention this in my rant. Um I was like it's like really fucking insulting uh the whole like push of NFTs. If you like are like, "Hey, we're going to fuck around with NFTs maybe." But when you're like, "Hey, you should buy these. Hey, you should buy these. Hey, you're not buying them. Well, you just don't understand, you don't understand this shit. That's why you like you don't get how fucking exciting this is. You don't understand the opportunities you can have with NFTs. Like, like the guy from Ubisoft was saying. And it's like, you understand the last two years have been really fucking crazy for everybody? And, and that has affected people financially. I mean, people are are unemployed and fucking struggling, inflation, all that shit. I'm not trying to get political, but like fucking, what a weird fucking time to be like pushing new ways to get money from people. Like, way to fucking pick your timing. I, I would say, I'm sure...
1: Uh for some people they can they can see like you know benefits all this stuff, but but I and not to speak for a bunch of people, but I assume a bunch of people feel this way. Uh all I see is rich people finding another way to get rich. That's all <laughs> I mean, it comes sure. off as. Yeah. It doesn't come off as beneficial in any way. It 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 literally comes off as the next version of of microtransactions it comes off as uh uh, just another way to like throw some buzzwords at you so you'll spend some money on something and give you this false sense of ownership because they can do whatever the fuck they want at any time Hmm. um it's annoying also in a time where hardware shortages are are the norm you want to push something that is going to require hardware so I, i
0: yeah, the whole, the whole thing's a flop and should be. All right, well, you guys have heard our opinions on this, and I'm sure we could talk about it at any point when it gets brought up, but uh, I just kind of wanted to uh, fill in that point that I've made before but not on the show that I think it's really weird that uh, their timing. Is, the whole thing's just so not finger on the pulse. It's so disconnected from the average person. Um Especially when a lot of people don't even know what NFTs are, and they're like, what do you want me to buy from you? Like, I don't even get it. Like, fucking... It's stupid. So anyway, we got a couple comments. They're big ones. So we're going to get into this. The first one is from Stick. Uh, And Stick says... I honestly like this tasty bit thing, especially if it's an interesting discussion point on the topic of hype of or for the AAA space. I feel fortunate in that I enjoy a variety of games, so there are usually games that I am confident will be good and hype myself up for them. I still always wait for reviews before pre-ordering anything. I have been burnt before, even with good reviews. Both Doom Eternal and Mortal Kombat 11 had great reviews from trusted sources, but I didn't like those games, so I ended up moving on. And focusing my attention on to other games, I do enjoy. I feel this month alone has two possible game uh, of the year contenders. I think Elden Ring will be one of the most unique takes on open world design. I should probably tackle this one first. Yeah. Uh, first off, um, I'm glad you enjoy the Tasty Bit thing. Uh, if you're curious about other Tasty Bits, Tasty Bit is essentially something I've used for a long time for um, things that don't fit are scheduled shows. So if I just have like a random thing that I'm like, this isn't a tasty cast. It's not a TLG reacts. It's not a blah, 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 blah. I just say tasty bit because it's a random thing. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Um, I would be willing to do more tasty bits on random topics like this. Um, but it is just kind of a placeholder for that kind of thing. Um, as for pre-ordering based off reviews, um, trusted sources, and then being burnt by that, I mean, I get that. I, uh, <laughs> I typically don't let reviews, um, alter my view on something. Um, I do use the aggregate as uh, a way to test the direction where the wind's blowing though. Um, I still have my strong opinions and if I'm like super hyped about a game and I'm hearing like mediocre things about something, I'll probably still check it out. But if I'm hearing like really good things about something I'm really happy for, it's just like, okay, like for sure, this is really good. Um, but individual reviews, it's its hard for any of those to have much sway on my opinion. Um, I kind of backed away from that years ago because uh, more and more, um, I don't think the reviewers at uh, these publications are, um, they're not personalities or minds that I uh, either uh, appreciate or respect so it doesn't mean much to me anymore and then as for elden ring um i think it's gonna be unique for sure but it definitely is like uh oddly enough borrowing a lot from uh breath of the wild which i think is kind of smart because it has an interesting system of go wherever and do whatever but um it's definitely gonna be very unique because it's the only open world game that's a dark souls game so that's gonna be fun do you have anything to add to that chevy
1: um just the, the the stance on like buying uh pre order games. Um, I'm I also almost never pre order games, I still haven't pre ordered Horizon. I probably will just buy it the moment it releases.
0: I haven't either, but I feel like I need to buy it so I can pre download it. Yeah, that's the only reason I want to buy it right now, so I, I can just pre download it. Downloaded. At, I'll be at
1: work so I can just buy it on my yeah. phone and that's But yeah, um, I've just gotten to the point, and I'll obviously teach their own, but you know, with the amount of people who complain about unfinished games coming out all the time. You're uh, uh incentivizing, incentivizing them it. to keep yep. doing it yep. by buying the game before it's out. So um, just the thought.
0: What a great what a great point. I know that one hundred percent. I've preached it a million times like in real life, but I think that's very important that like the amount of people I know who pre-order, and some people have their reasons or whatever, and I'm not gonna judge anybody for pre-ordering, no, but for sure. you are paying the industry before they've given you a product. And so if they can reliably assume you're going to give them money before they give you the product they don't have to be as sharp about releasing a game that's going to be that's going to meet uh expectations it doesn't, it doesn't
1: have to hit the wow factor it just has to maybe not piss you they off just enough enough to, they refund. just have to they have to
0: convince you to pay them for yeah. the game before you play it so. and so yeah it's it, it does muddy the waters in that uh pursuit of hey let's get some finished games yeah um
1: yeah, I mean that—that's pretty much it as far as the, the Elden Ring thing goes. Um, I uh, I'm looking forward to the release of it as much as I probably won't play it, though. If it does have no BS multiplayer, and I keep hearing it's not as difficult, I, I mean I'm trying to keep an open mind and and, and my eye on it because you know, I don't want to say no, but um, I just also know myself. So, mm-hmm. but I do think I do think it's going to be an amazing game, and I honestly do think it. Is absolutely going to be a game of the year contender. I think we're going to, hit a, I think we're going to have a hard time picking this year for game of the year. There's too many big games going. Well, out.
0: I will for sure. But like as like a, a more like the the cultural gaming zeitgeist. I think if God of War indeed comes out this year, I think God of War will win game of the year. But um, I think Elden Ring will absolutely be a contender for it. 100, <laughs> 100, more than for Ben West. Yeah. But um we'll find out as that as that comes out but Elden Ring 100% is going to be like a strong strong contender we haven't even played it but we all know it's going to be a strong contender top 2 top 3 for game of the year easily all right, continuing on, Stick says, On Bethesda, I have no reason to feel confident on Starfield until we actually see it. I agree, preach, dude. Uh, one thing to mention, however, is I believe the main game studios did very little on Fallout 76. That was the Austin team and not the main team. Yep. Uh, the last game the main team did was Fallout 4. I know Starfield is Todd Howard's dream game, and he wanted to wait until technology progressed well enough to meet his dream and vision. So he, he's making Avatar um he's james cameron uh the issue however is that i doubt tech has reached his vision and if they go or if they got so far into development and found out they will have to scale back on uh, ideas that will really hamper the experience i'm hoping they hit it out of the park without needing to compromise on their vision i still feel the game will have a lot of bugs but hopefully it can be as mind-blowing as previous bethesda games um one thing I have to add to that is I do want Starfield to be a good game. And I hope it is revolutionary and they knock it out of the park. That would be fucking amazing. But Bethesda's track record has not shown me that that's going to happen, but they've not made something for long enough now that I don't know what to expect from them. And the thing I can reliably resp- or expect from them is that we're going to get something on the on the fucking same engine they've been using forever with very similar systems that they've been doing forever, but Starfield being a new IP and not hearing from them in terms of uh, tech and what they've been working on, um, not seeing the game, um, leaves a lot of questions in the air for me that makes me, I wouldn't say hyped, but has me very interested. Regardless of if this game comes out and looks like shit or looks amazing, both those are very interesting things for me. So I am absolutely keeping my eye on Starfield, um, but uh, I agree with you 100% on your first your first sentence. I I can't be confident at all until we see it. I it concepts all day. You can tell me this is your fucking dream game, and you've you had to wait to make this game, and it's gonna do this and that, and this is what concepts are of what ships look like, stuff like that. Show me the fucking game, right? Like all that stuff could not translate to whatever the final product is. So, until we see it, I cannot generate any kind of uh, hype outside of I wonder what Bethesda's cooking up now. That's it. That's all I got for that. Uh, hopefully it is good i want good games and i want bethesda to make good games again because they used to be like somebody i got really fucking like when oblivion was coming out dude i was like so fucking excited for that game because i love Morrowind so much um it's crazy how excited i was for that game skyrim not so much and i i played and beat it and it's fine but i'm not i'm not one of these skyrim guys thoughts
1: yeah, um, I mean Bethesda doesn't really make games for me, so it, it's kind of hard for me to have any excitement for anything they do. Um, outside of they are publishing Ghostwire, and I am kind of keeping my eye on that one. Um, so yeah, but Tango GameWorks is making that. Yes, that's why, that's why I specified publishing mm-hmm. it. Um, but yeah, outside of that, like I don't I don't play games made or published by them. Really, mm-hmm. um, they kind of fit into a certain category of games that. I don't play. so
0: You don't log in every night to do your dailies in Fallout 76? If it has dailies? I don't know.
1: I mean, I didn't touch that game, um, especially because I didn't like Fallout 4 either. Um, so I also barely played uh, New Vegas. I wasn't fond of that one either. I'm sure people are going to hate to hear that. but
0: It's funny because when that game came out, everybody fucking hated it. And then years later, it was like, our okay, game was really good. Yeah, and I'm like, interesting. Yeah,
1: I, I liked Fallout 3 a little bit.
0: I liked Fall 3. I uh, thought Fall Three was fucking dope. I liked and I thought New Vegas was cool. I liked
1: Skyrim when it came out. Yeah, it was, um, it was fun enough. And then I beat it and I was done with it. Yeah. I, like I'm done with the game. I, I don't replay those games. Um Oblivion, yeah. I played and beat, I'm done with it. Like <laughs> so. Um
0: Yeah. That's I was gonna, pretty much it. I was know. gonna say I, I replayed Marwind way more than I replayed Skyrim, but I what I mean to say by that is I replayed Marwind more times in the time that skyrim had released than i played skyrim not including all the times i played in the past yeah um that's how good a game that is anything else no all right. And then the last part of his comment says the whole NFT gaming thing should fall apart, especially with enough backlash. I feel most companies might try to do something small or make mention of NFTs to try and please investors The backpedal when fans hate on the practice. Also, your idea of virtual real estate reminded me of that old game Entropia universe that had the higher real money exchanges between players. Oh, it's coming, dude. There's already games. There's already scams out there that are trying to sell you little blocks of real estate. Um, But that will be a thing for sure. Um, I mean, really, the whole NFT thing is inevitable uh, in virtual worlds because you're going to have to uh, create digital scarcity. And the only way you can do that is through the blockchain, making sure that there is some kind of ledger saying that this only exists in its capacity this one time or this five times and that has to be able to be provable and so when you're talking about buying digital properties um, in a way that people really feel like they fucking own it and they can actually prove that they own it it's it's going to be a thing for sure but yeah when when people are trying to sell you assets in the game like skins and stuff like that and mark my fucking words they're gonna try and sell you a fucking shit in games uh like you're you're the guy who owns the fucking beanie that the main character wears it's bragging rights it's like owning like a first edition charizard like you're the guy who fucking has it
1: and there are people who will eat that up
0: and there's people who are going to be like dude i own that and it's like it'll bring up some weird legal things of like well in what capacity you own it can ubisoft still use that property or that model after you bought it who knows but um If you're already creating a game and you can sell these digital assets off in a way that people can go like, oh, I own this. There's digital scarcity. This is mine. Um, They're going to do it. Why wouldn't they? That's just more money they can make off something they're already making. Um, And NFTs will allow that. So Um, I do agree, though. Backlash for sure. And we've already seen huge pushback on it. And everyone who brings up NFTs is universally among all gamers. doesn't matter what console or PC or whatever the fuck you play on. And uh, places like IGN and GameSpot and Kotaku are against it too. So I'm like, you know, we can, we all be allies (laughs) right now. That's fine. Um, I brought up Troy Baker. You know, I don't have anything against him. I think Troy Baker's obviously one of the best voice actors in gaming, uh, right now, but he dabbled in it and people were like, what the fuck are you doing? And he was like, well, I rethought it. I'm not going to do it. Um, you know, anyone who dabbles with it, you're seeing companies
1: outright. Um, uh, I don't know what I'm looking for now. Say they're, they're saying they're gonna have nothing to do with them. So um, you you're What's seeing, the Chucklefish one Chucklefish them? yeah, and a bunch of other like mid small to mid sized devs are, are are just kind of like saying no to them. And um, then
0: Team Seventeen after coming out, there's like this whole kind like, of aggressive about sex, it. Well, there's like this sexual harassment thing going on. And their company and like people being underpaid. And during that shit's happening, while that shit's happening, they came out and they're like, we got NFTs. We're going to sell. And people are like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> like, what are you? Are you trying to destroy your company? Pay for lawyers. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> the lawyers are NFTs, dude. Uh, I hate it. Especially when AR comes in, dude, and everybody's got fucking glasses on that see things. And people are using Instagram filters in real life. Like, you're going to look at people, and they're going to have an Instagram filter or whatever, and people are going to own digital NFTs in AR. It's like, that's the future. It's coming. For you guys, not for me. Yeah, I don't want it. But uh, it's coming, dude. I'll
1: say, I'll I'll be a boomer on that one.
0: Imagine you're driving uh, down the same road you've drove down a million times, and next to uh, the McDonald's, there's just, in AR world, if you have your AR glasses on, there's just like a giant T-Rex standing next to it. And so I was like, "Who put the T Rex here?" And this so I was like, "Oh, it's mine. I got the that's my NFT. Like I own that. I bought it from a dude, and I put it here. I bought the plot of land, the digital plot of land. Like McDonald's is in real life, but in the digital world, this is my area. I own that NFT." It's
1: so fucking dumb. It's
0: dude. <laughs> it's the, it's fucking common, dude. Sure, I know it is. I'm People fucking. Will will <laughs> do it. It's so depressing, but also interesting. Yeah. Um. Anyway, yeah. Yeah, pushback, pushback, push back. Um This is stuff we don't want in our games, and uh, I already said I, re- I reject it. I'm not going to support it. So,
1: I think it's just important to know as well. Just, just as a consumer of anything, you have all the power. They don't function. <laughs> yeah, on until money. someone
0: shows up and just takes your money from you, which is a whole different situation. You don't got to give them shit. Don't give them shit. And if they don't get shit, they're not going to do it. I'll say McDonald's can't force hamburgers on you. As an
1: example, like so, if the whole world not gonna happen, decided to stop buying McDonald's, they'd fucking change something or Figure they'd go under. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, I think the best example that we've seen um, outside of the pushback on NFTs, which I'm so happy to see, was when Microsoft tried telling everyone how they were going to use their their console, and everyone went, ah, "I'm not doing that." So yeah, and <laughs>
0: someone offered an alternative. Yeah. And we're like, oh, I'm gonna do that. Uh speaking of um offering things people don't want, did you see that uh EA blamed Battlefield's uh lack of uh good reception on uh Halo's multiplayer? They said it was bad timing because they didn't expect Halo's multiplayer to be so good. And it's like Hey hi, hi, we
1: we fucked up, but uh, uh it's their fault.
0: Yeah yeah it's like how disconnected can you fucking be
1: it's just it, i don't even know if disconnect as much as it's, it's um derailment
0: it's stupid yeah anyway anything else no all right well uh hopefully we addressed everything there I and thank you. but is it that, that's why i ranted about it because i was yeah. like this shit's fucking dumb but it's also kind of fun to talk about for me but i also hate it um But yeah, uh, thanks for the comment and uh, really good points you made there and enough to stir up a whole new conversation that I'm uh, we could devote so much time to. All right. uh, Second and last comment is from Tom B saying uh, first party will prevail the longest, but also become more rare as time will go on. Uh, First Xbox, now Sony with their timed exclusives. I'll wait for Nintendo first party to drop on PC. Oh, yeah. Yeah. because you mentioned MGS, how about SSBB, etc., dog tag NFTs or dog tags with special names or abilities and MGO? F that NFT bullshit. This generation will have the perfect sweet spot on graphics, etc., but market and technology in general is already beyond that, in my opinion. Great topic, by the way. State of gaming in general going forward would fit your show perfectly. I mean, maybe, I mean, in that regard, um, it would be kind of interesting to talk about the state of gaming, um, every once in a while, um, and just kind of let loose on, on my thoughts on it. Um, I'm, I, I love that both of you saw this clip and I, I, I'm like, I really appreciate it. Uh, and you both were like, Hey, this would be a cool thing. And I'm like, how can I make this into a thing? Cause that was just me being tired and complaining, um, with Ryder shout out to Ryder. Um, let's see. Edit. Oh, and Sifu is really dope. The animations, uh, with heart eyes for anybody who doesn't see what I'm saying. Uh, can't wait to hear your thoughts. I still gotta play it. I still gotta play it. I told you on stream earlier today. I'm gonna play it, so you know I haven't played it yet. But uh, I still gotta play it. Um i'm very excited to play and then i'm going to continue he has a, a, another part of this real fast uh just showed a friend of mine this vid and i noticed the mistake in my comment i meant that this gen would have been the perfect sweet spot in graphics and sound etc under last gen market conditions okay that's an interesting clarification uh that's why it is so frustrating for me uh, because now we've gotten to the level of technology where i think we would all agree That it's capable of everything now, but the damn market goes away from quality uh, just at the time where we have the level of capabilities. Oh, and because you also mentioned GTA 6, yeah, graphics world, sure. But since uh, Dan and Laszlo left uh, after Red Dead Redemption 2, as you know, Dan wrote all the dialogue of their games by himself. And Laszlo wrote the uh, radio chatter responsible for the soundtrack yeah his brother sam's still uh they're holding the majority of the company but who can replace Daniel laszlo so even gta 6 i'm not hyped because of that sure will look good as fuck but everything else the social commentary dark humor etc will feel completely different starting there i agree in the sense that when i heard that people were leaving like key people from rockstar that always worries me um even if like two people work on a game, one guy leaves, you're going to notice um, because the creative minds that created the thing that you initially were into is going to be changed. And so, yeah, I am kind of worried about that, Um but we'll see. But at the very least though, we know Rockstar technologically does some really amazing things. So uh, hopefully it doesn't affect it too negatively, but we're also seeing a huge priority of supporting their online component and less on their single-player components. And I feel like that's probably going to be going forward. Although RD, RDO, they're not supporting that much, which kind of sucks. But GTA's making – or GTAO is making so much money.
1: Service games are piggy banks. So.
0: Yeah, exactly. So uh, that is um, – concerning for sure so i agree i agree with uh, with your concerns on that um and then uh let's see when you just said uh perfect sweet spot in graphics and sound etc under the last gen market conditions um and i think this is in response to when i was saying that um there's almost like a reset happening right now like graphics and everything have gone up but uh the the things that we expect from games of last generation, they're not able to meet. And it's almost like the production has become too much for them to do what we're expecting with uh the graphics and ray tracing and and you know the bigger um wants and needs of, of people who who support these games. Um and so yeah I do think you got kind of a point of like it, it is almost like you know, everything is modern except for it's still it's still under this assumption of like last gen, but they're not able to nail it. They're not doing it um, more and more and more, but especially with Triple because they have this expectation of like, we got to make these big, huge games, but they, they can't do them anymore. They need to spend more time, but that's not going to happen because they they're on those fucking schedules that they used to be on and they want to keep fucking making that same money they're making.
1: I think we need to take into consideration as well through the launch of this generation. Um, most of the work conditions have changed for a lot of these people too. So that's going that's to be true. a huge hiccup. Um, I think that I, excuse, I, I, I do think that is going to elongate our life cycle of these consoles. And the progress um, that we should see now is two years behind is what I just think. So we'll mm-hmm. see it but I don't think we're
0: going to see it until like 2024. So Interesting. That'll be interesting to see. I uh, I, I do agree. And I've said that for a while now too, with the last two years, things have been difficult for sure. I think that a lot of lessons were learned though, even like halfway through 2020. Um, and a lot of adjustments happened in 2021. And I know there's difficulty still, but I think we're starting to get, get to the point where all the games that are, that are being released now from that cycle. I don't think that, that, excuse is going to have much weight moving forward. But there's still delayed games. That's there still point. are for the
1: sure. The entire yeah. the entire spectrum of what we were supposed to have mm-hmm. got pushed back. We are permanently we lost time. It's gone. Yeah. Um and I only say this from the perspective of Final Fantasy 14 as an example when the devs were super transparent about why delays and delays and delays mm-hmm. and quality changes and stuff like that initially. They basically said the schedule is just going to have to change. Yeah. That's just the way it is. And that's not, we're never going to be able to catch up. The, the calendar just is here now.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, that's fair. But I mean, I, I, I was excusing so many of the de- delays that so many people were so upset when they're hearing about delays in 2021. I'm like, 2022 is the year, man. Like, fucking 2021 was recovery year. And a lot of people weren't able to do it in I'll that time. They were say we're getting
1: the 2020 and 2021 games now.
0: Yeah. That's, what, that's what's happening. Yeah. They just aren't coming out those years. Yeah. So. On top of a new generation of consoles that they have to try and meet. And hardware shortages. Yeah. On top of
1: trying to figure out how to make enough stuff for gamers and um, the, the people who do crypto. Though I, I did see recently, I guess Intel's new processors will have a crypto crypto mode in them essentially. Yeah, but people are gonna fucking get past that. No, 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 no. For crypto to try to get people to stop buying GPUs. Gotcha. Gotcha.
0: Okay. I thought it was something that's supposed to like counter it because I had heard a while back that somebody was going to make cards that couldn't be used for crypto. But I'm like, that's not fucking possible.
1: NVIDIA did a slowdown. It wasn't a stop. It was to uh it would know what it was being used for and, and essentially throttle it i don't know if that ever actually came to fruition or not so
0: yeah they they address like the, that they know people are going to do this so you need to make it yeah like it, less energy yeah. or something like that
1: yeah one it just sounds like intel is doing the uh if you can't beat them you know yeah them
0: yeah so. i mean that's what you got to do pretty much so but yeah and all that stuff you said i mean aside from the the last two years i i don't think a lot of that excuses 20 2042s uh, bad landing because I don't think uh, EA gets
1: excuses most of the time though.
0: Yeah, no, I agree. But I, I do think it's a really good point for sure. And I agree with most of it. Right. But some of that I'm like, yeah, no, well, that makes sense in a lot of ways. But I mean, it's complicated. So, and then uh, going back to your original part, uh, I hate everything you're saying about the solid dog tag NFT thing. I mean, like it's, it's a good idea if you're somebody who's trying to just fucking suck the the funnel all the money from your fans. It's a
1: dead series with a company, they don't give a fuck. Why wouldn't they do it?
0: But uh so it'd be great for them. But uh, you know, as a big fan of MGS, that just ain't it. That ain't it, Chief. I don't like it. Um And yeah, I, I think that's about everything. Um and I will think about uh doing like a of gaming thing maybe. I'd have to I'd have to brainstorm that. I don't like to introduce new shows so easily but um, there might be something there. Give me an excuse to rant about shit too. Possibly you wouldn't have to be there. I honestly, know. I'm not super yeah. interested in oh, that yeah, idea. Exactly. I know. So I'm saying. I'll just stand in the corner and fucking yell for an hour. That's too much. I can do it in 15 minutes. I say this, this whole, segment, <laughs> this whole, it's not well, your guys's fault. Well, either, it's because the, the episode I fucking yeah, put the, out
1: the topic. Yeah. Um, I find it irritating and I honestly just don't want to talk about that much.
0: So yeah, it's fair anything else
1: thank you for your comments Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, thank you for the comments thank you for watching that thank you for the, the 122 people who watched that, that was, that's cool um, and uh, again thank you for Ryder for uh, talking with me about that because without him this conversation wouldn't have took place I was trying to say this is your fault yeah this is your fault although he changed his name to Ryder because you called him out about the Writer's Block thing I'm flattered so he's not Writer's Block anymore he's a Writer now um a writer writer of what that comment that you fucking brought up he's not doesn't have writer's block for but anyway thank you everybody for the comments thank you everybody who watched and uh again if you want your comment uh on the show type in hashtag stlg otherwise i pick at random but that's going to do it for this tasty cast uh it was a long one for sure. This is a lot longer than I thought I was going to go. Um, but yeah, as always, thank you for watching. Make sure to like and subscribe if you enjoyed this episode. Make sure to check out our other episodes. Check us out on our socials and streams. Links down below. I have been streaming again slightly and I'm going to try and do it more, but I have been doing it. So stay tuned for that. Uh, we have a Discord link down below. You can talk to us anytime all the time. Uh, our Lost Ark uh, section is in there in case you want to talk Lost Ark with us. We are currently playing Lost Ark and talking about it. And we have a Patreon. If you like to support the channel, uh more than liking commenting sharing and subscribing if you're brand new did i miss something oh we're on podcast platforms itunes spotify everything that you listen to podcasts on we are on so if you want to listen to us you can do that as well uh chevy thank you for joining me on this episode and uh seth thank you for joining me on this episode you're welcome and uh (laughs) thanks guys and until the next episode have a good one and take it easy